My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh, oh my! Hello and welcome to The Holiday Show, where we discuss movies based around holidays. Today we are discussing the Disney Channel original movie, Return to Halloween Town, from 2006. And as always, we want to give a big patron shout out to Boom. Thank you so much for being a patron. We genuinely, seriously, really appreciate it, because you've been here for the longest time. You have, and we do really, truly appreciate it. So, thank you. Thank you. We have actually a few announcements. Yeah. Maybe we didn't realize until we, like, sat down today. Uh, But anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So we're watching Coraline on Friday, October 20th at 8 p.m. CST because we're recording on Saturday instead of Sunday. So we're rearranging that a little bit, too. And then um, we're going to be watching the 1984 Ghostbusters movie, on Sunday, October 22nd at 8 p.m. CST. And then we'll be watching the 2016 remake of it on October 23rd, which is Monday at 8 p.m. CST. So if you guys got all jumbled with those dates, they're all in the Discord. They're neatly organized for you in the events section. Uh, You just have to pop into the Discord and join it and then... You can see when we're watching what movies. You don't have to be there for all of them. It would be cool if you were, but yeah, we're not going to like fault you for not being there. It's literally just a hangout if you want to. You don't have to. Um, we'll definitely be there because we yes. have to watch these movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to note that while we are watching the Ghostbusters, these two Ghostbusters movies, we won't be streaming our discussion of it, nope. but we will be recording an episode about them. Yes, we will. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, But we are going to be streaming Coraline. So if you guys want to join that conversation, it's there. (laughs) It's there. It'll be there next Saturday or this coming Saturday, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Next weekend, this coming Saturday. Yep. That's, That's what it is. So I think that's it. I think so. Yeah. We do have a episode for the guy who didn't like musicals, but it's coming out later this month, so. Yes, correct. Okay, I think we're good. All right, cool. So, as always, we're going to do what we always do with these episodes, where we read the plot, and then we just chat about the movie. Um, we watched Return to Halloween Town Yes. Yesterday, the yes, day before yesterday. yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. yesterday. It was last night. Yeah, <laughs> last night felt very long for me. Let me tell I you. I wonder why. <laughs> I was up till six a.m. Wow. <laughs> and we watched the movie at like eight, so I guess it feels like a whole day ago. Um, <laughs> like yeah, a no, long honestly, time I had to think ago. about it too. I was like, did we watch it last night? We did watch it last night. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we watched it last night. Um, I. I loved it, just like I always have. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I don't know why I thought it was going to be any different. Um, I think it is still my favorite Halloween Town movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but we'll get to that. I'll go ahead and read the plot, and then we'll just chat. All right, sounds good. All righty, guys. So here it is. (laughs) One year after the events of the last movie, a now 18-year-old Marnie is offered a full scholarship to Halloween Town's Witch University for her good deeds and help in the previous years. Much to her mother Gwen's dismay, Marnie decides to forego her original college plans and instead attends the Halloween Town School. Gwen forces Marnie's brother Dylan to accompany and keep an eye on her. The school is not what it seems, as witches and warlocks cannot use magic. Instead, they learn about Shakespeare and old magic history. Marnie had thought she would learn how to use her magic and is now crestfallen. Marnie runs into her old friend Ethan and makes a new friend named Anissa, the genie. She also makes three new enemies in the Sinister Sisters, Scarlet, Sapphire, and Sage. A triad of malevolent, extremely snobby, spoiled, and manipulative witches who are the daughters of Silas Sinister and with whom Dylan is immediately infatuated. Marnie discovers that she is responsible for the university's restriction of magic. The university was originally established exclusively for warlocks warlocks and witches to learn how to use magic, but when the portal between Halloween Town and the human world was opened permanently instead of just on Halloween, most of them went to college in the mortal realm. Since then, Witch University has allowed other magical creatures to attend. The classes are boring for Marnie until she uncovers within the dungeon of the college a box with the name S. Cromwell inscribed on it magically appearing in front of her. However, the box is locked and has no key with it. Marnie meets with one of her professors, Miss Periwinkle, and asks for an explanation. Periwinkle only tells Marnie that the S stands for Splendora, and she and her were very good friends. Marnie and Dylan learn that the box contains the gift, a magical power only a Cromwell can use, which Splendora locked in the box centuries ago. Meanwhile, the Sinister Sisters use Dylan's infatuation with them to make him do their homework and use as bait for Marnie. Later, Ethan tells Marnie about a mysterious group his father was part of, known as the Dominion, that will try to use Marnie to open the box. But Marnie does not believe him. Marnie later travels to the past to meet Swindora and learn about the true nature of the enigmatic gift. Swindora explains that the gift is an amulet that bestows the wearer with the power to control anyone a power that witches are forbidden to use. Marnie realizes that her principal and Dr. Grog are in the Dominion, and Splendora bestows upon her the key to the box containing the gift. Splendora is revealed to be Marnie's grandmother, Aggie. Agatha is her middle name, and she hates the Splendora part, so she eventually dropped it. Marnie returns to the present with the key to open the box. Chancellor Goodwin steals the gift for the Dominion, and the Sinisters take over Halloween Town. Knowing that only a Cromwell can use the gift, the Sinister Sisters transform Dylan into a border collie to compel Marnie to comply with their demands. If Dylan is not turned back by midnight, he will stay that way forever. They agree to return him to his natural form if Marnie controls Halloween Town for them. Marnie falsely agrees to aid them in their plot, initially using the gift to control the people at Witch University. However, she turns on them once she has Anissa trap the gift in her lamp. With the gift trapped in the lamp, Marnie, Dylan, Gwen, and Anissa destroy the lamp, which destroys the gift. The Dominion attempt an escape, but are apprehended by Periwinkle, who is revealed to have been undercover for ten centuries as a detective of the Halloween Town Anti-Dominion League. She imprisons them in a witch's glass, where she has stripped them of their magic and arrested them for treason. 
The malevolent Sinister Sisters lose their powers as well, but Marnie learns that Ethan willingly gave his powers up after his father was found guilty in the previous film. Marnie and Ethan begin a new relationship and leave on a date. The movie ends when Dylan discovers that Marnie did not destroy the gift, but instead left it for him in a book. Since spells cast on the grounds of Witch University become permanent at midnight, the gift belongs to him, as he is the only person Marnie trusts with its power. Saving the power of the gift for important uses only, he puts the book away, and it shows a glowing red S at the end of the film. Um, that last little paragraph, I did not get that from the ending of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> at least that last, like, two sentences. <laughs> yeah. Know? I, what? Um, <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. Anyway, that's the plot. All right, cool. That's the summary. <laughs> it is. That, that is the summary. And, and now we summary. get to chat. Yes. I want to pull up our chat from last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, actually, you know what? I should pull it up. Hold on. <laughs> because <laughs> we had lots of comments. We, we really did. Let's see. Let's go back to the top of last night's chat. Yeah. Oh, that's right. What I, was thinking. I thought it was really interesting because, as you know, since you just watched it, they really made an effort to make sure that Sophie and Aggie weren't really in the movie. Like, Aggie shows up right at the very beginning with, like, a phone call. Phone call. She's, like, in the a pot soup of call. soup. Uh, Which and then, didn't make sense to me, personally. Nope, but Nope, it didn't. Whatever. And then she shows up way later as well. But not crazy late. And I think that's the last time we see her. Yeah, no, we like we really only see her here at the beginning, and then after uh, when she visits Marnie, Marnie, yeah, when Marnie gets to school and moves into her dorm. Mm-hmm. I I do want to make a comment about the change in the actress for Marnie. Okay, because like I I kind of understand why they cast uh uh what's her name Sarah, Sarah Paxton. Paxton. I understand why they cast her as Marnie. Um, like, if they had to replace the previous actress, whose name I can't currently remember. But I was also like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> Just Valid. I don't know. She was more annoying as Sarah Paxton, I think, personally to me. <laughs> at least here at the beginning. I was like, this is not good. I think but, Marnie's just an annoying character, period, no matter who plays her. <laughs> yes, Marnie is annoying, period. But I think because I'm so used to uh, the other actress from Marnie for the first three movies, I was like, okay, I get her. She's not as annoying because it's the same actress for the first three movies. And they changed it, and I was like, this is worse somehow. But it could be because I'm not used to this actress. I, I love Sarah Paxton's Marnie. But I also just don't love Marnie, so. I, I would say, yeah, that's the thing. Marnie is not the brightest witch of her age. Uh, in fact, she's kind of the opposite uh, in several ways. Yep, but she's no Hermione. Just, she's no Hermione. But it just, like, I don't, I don't know. Something about Sarah Paxton just amplified everything about Marnie not being the brightest witch of her age. I was like, okay, you're amplifying all the dumb parts. Awesome. Perfect. Great. Uh, it just... It, I like Sarah Paxton is not bad as Marnie. It just mm-hmm. I didn't like it as much as the previous actress. She was being realistic, Colleen. 
<laughs> realistic in what way? In the way that Marnie's stupid. <laughs> I mean, so was the previous actress, but... <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we know that they had to change her because um, the, like plan the contract didn't work out for the other Marnie or whatever. Yeah. So there's something going on there. Something yeah. happened and we don't know the full story of it. We only know that she was disappointed like the original Marnie was disappointed about it not working out. So I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she could have made it work if she really had wanted to. It didn't sound like it was like necessarily a conflict of, oh I have to record this other thing. That's not what it sounded yeah. like. It just sounded like the contract just wasn't what she wanted, I guess, or something. I would say, I, I almost wondered, too, if maybe it had to do with either, like, her agent or her parents in any way. But at the same time, I'm sure the actress was probably old enough to kind of make her own decision without, like, her parents, at least. She could have been. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because in this movie, Marnie's supposed to be 18, so I would assume that the actress was around the age of 18, which technically makes her an adult if she was over 18. Yeah. Uh, But... Yeah, I'm not I sure. I don't know. I have no idea. I I just I could see it being like she wanted more money and they didn't give it to her, so it just didn't work out. Yeah, I could see that being. I the could thing see too. that because I feel like that's very common when it yes. comes to like movie contracts and stuff like this. Yeah, it's the same thing with football. Like any sport, if someone really wants a player, they're gonna need to fork up the money for that player, and sometimes mm-hmm. they don't want to reevaluate those contracts. I don't yes. Know. It's just how it goes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But it's unfortunate, you know, obviously, that it had to happen that way. Because obviously we got a replacement Marnie and now everyone views Return to Halloween Town as not part of the series. And there's a whole lot of drama regarding this last movie <laughs> because of all of that. But... I still count it as part of the series because it is part of the series. I don't know why people would say it's not because it clearly is. Dude, I don't know what to tell you. There are, like, I've literally, when I've been searching this up over the past few weeks, people have legit been like, Return to Halloween Town doesn't count. And I'm like, are you guys okay? Like, they kept a good amount of actors still the same. And the storyline is still related. <laughs> yeah, like all of the actors that matter in this movie, and besides Marnie, they're all the same. Yep, they're exactly. still the same. All they did was like cut Sophie out, you know, and yeah. But that, like, you know, I don't know. Sophie hasn't really been a part of the series since movie number two, which is sad yeah. because Sophie was great. I but, love Sophie, but like. The only difference is the actress playing Marnie, and I feel like she genuinely did a great job as Marnie being a replacement. I feel like someone else could yeah. have probably done, like, a way worse job. Oh, yeah. No, like, I, I think Sarah Paxton did a very good job as Marnie. So She's just, I, I would have preferred the original actress. Yeah, for sure. And I think most people would, but... You know, you get forced into a situation like this. You kind of just have to deal with Sarah Paxton as Marnie. Yeah. (laughs) It's just how it is. It's how it goes. Um, But yeah, Yeah. like there are like a bunch of people out there who are like, oh, it doesn't count. (laughs) They're not. I I don't agree with them. I think that's a stupid way to look at it. I mean, 
In in their defense, though, you know, think about like High School Musical. What if they had replaced Vanessa Hudgens with someone? Hmm. I, yeah. I feel like we would have had a problem with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other like big movies or something where someone was replaced, and like one of the only things that's coming to mind is the last Fantastic Beasts movie where they replaced Johnny yep. Depp. Yep, for no fucking reason. Uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. And then the movie series crashed and died, and I think it probably has a lot to do with that change. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, like, some of the only other examples I can think of, which, like, the first thing that I thought of was uh, the change of Dumbledore's actor, but that's because the original oh, actor died. for Dumbledore died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, like, he does, that doesn't count. That one had to happen. <laughs> and then the next thing I thought of was a very Potter senior year, where the oh. actress playing Hermione changed. Yeah. Uh, but there was stuff going on there as well. Yeah. But I don't know. I do feel like these changes are made usually because something came up or like, you know, they have they usually have a pretty damn good reason for the change. So I don't think they're ever really trying to do it frivolously. It's unfortunate that like the main character of the movie literally had to get changed and it wasn't like Dylan or Gwen, you know, like a side character, but like straight up the main character they said well <laughs> we're changing marnie so i mean i understand people's upset like about it and stuff but on the same yeah. side of like that it's not that big of a deal yeah if it happens exactly. it happens they still made the movie the movie was still produced just as well as the other ones i think yeah, I, they still put like a lot of effort into it. They worked hard on it. You could tell. So, yeah, you know, I mean, as much effort as you can put into a Disney Channel original movie, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they don't always put that much effort into them, but you know, <laughs> I feel like this yeah. series has a pretty good amount of effort thrown into it. You know. Yes. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's Marnie's actress changed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I do. I do want to uh, just to get back to the movie itself. Yes, I I know. Like my first comment in the movie night's chat last night, as we were watching, like within like ten seconds, I was like, I'm already mm-hmm. saying, what the fuck is this? Uh, because mm-hmm. I just remembered that the opening is, you know, some guy talking about like the Cromwell prophecy or whatever it is. And yep. I was just like, what is happening? Right. <laughs> and I kept waiting for like an explanation of who this guy was because he does show up later in the movie. But even mm-hmm. by the time we finished the movie, I was like, I don't know who this is other than it's the Sinister Sisters dad. Yeah. But otherwise, why is he important? Well, that's how I felt about the knights in the last one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the knights in the last one. It was like, why are you important? Who are like, you? Like, I think <laughs> they didn't think out the series well enough. I don't think they thought it was going to have four movies, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think they probably went based off of how popular the series was from the first one. And then they were like, oh, yeah, we'll do the second one. And I think maybe those two they had thought out pretty well. 
Yeah. But then they were like, oh, no, we should do a third and a fourth. And so they just kind of threw them together. So that's why we never heard about the Knights earlier. That's why we never heard about the Senate, like the Dominion or anything about that earlier, which I think really causes issues when it comes to these movies, because, you know, we get into this movie and all of a sudden there's a prophecy and there's the Dominion and we've never heard Mm -hmm. of any of this. We've never heard of which university. We've never heard of anything in this movie and all of a sudden it's all just happening yes and so i it's think like, okay <laughs> i think at least for the sinister sister's father like i think they at least should have introduced him in some way because they didn't really do that because nope. he's here at the beginning and he's like explaining the prophecy yeah and then we see him again like later in the movie like mid-movie or whatever and we kind of really really the only thing we find out is that like okay i think he's part of the dominion and oh you know the sinister sisters just called him daddy like oh okay yeah. that's, that's their father okay what's important about him though yeah exactly like apparently he's oh this big high and mighty like warlock or something but yeah I, what he is supposedly really strong but yeah. is he stronger than the cromwell like, I wasn't 100% sure on that because they never cleared that up either. They just, like, made it seem like he was really strong and the Cromwells were really strong. I was like, yeah. okay. And, like, are there levels to how strong your magic is? <laughs> like, is he here and the Cromwells are here? Or, like, are they on the same level? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, I was also thinking about it as in just, like, like, he's powerful in the sense of just, like, he maybe he climbed ranks, like, in politics, oh, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was like, oh, yeah, that. their father is really powerful. And it was like, okay, so he's, you know, like high ranking. influential. God, he's influential. Yeah. You know, right. like people don't dare like disrespect him or else, you know, whatever. Hmm. You'll be socially shunned or something. <laughs> I hope you're not socially shunned. <laughs> <laughs> or disliking. What's his name? Silas Sinister? I don't know. Do they even say his name at all in the movie? Yeah, it's Silas Sinister. It's Silas. Okay. What an interesting name. I know, yeah. You know, it's fine. The Oh, yeah, if you look at the cast, it says, you know, Silas Sinister, the head of Sinister Inc. What even is Sinister Inc.? We never heard of Sinister Inc. We've never heard of that. Oh, okay, and apparently guys. he's the leader of the Dominion, which, like, I guess I could have guessed. Yeah, I think we could have figured th- that one out because of how he talked to Grog and the, the yeah, lady. I What's just, her face? What's, yeah, whatever her face is. Um, Chancellor Goodwin? Chan- yeah, Chancellor Goodwin. Yep, that one. So yeah, I don't I, Just, I don't know. They they could have introduced him better. Really, Absolutely. is all I'm saying. Absolutely. Or at least given more explanation about who he is. <laughs> True. Because it's just like all we get is just like all of a sudden we see like the Dominion members together and they're talking about whatever. And it's like okay, I guess you're all in the Dominion. Um, that guy's here too. Mm-hmm. Whoever he is. Yeah. Like I don't know. They, it could have. It just could have been done better. And I'm sure this is one of those things where whoever was writing the script for this and, you know, planning it all out, they understand who he is. They know what's going on. So they're like, oh, we don't need to, we don't need to explain this because it's very, uh, you know, it's put out there. But in reality, it wasn't really out there. It's their story. They're going to get it. (laughs) Exactly. But at the very beginning... After, you know, we get the prophecy introduction and all that fun stuff, we get to see, you know, Gwen and Marnie and their house looks slightly different. I wasn't sure if it was a different house or I not. I thought it was a completely different house. That's I was what like, I okay, so they moved at yeah. some point. 
that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure either. I was like, am I just yeah. like gaslighting myself? About no, this no. House? I was like, this is a very different house. <laughs> okay, like, cool. As long as, as long as you had the same thought as me. No, I had, I had the same exact thought. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? You know, I mean, honestly, though, Gwen could have just done her construction magic and changed how it looked. It could be the same Absolutely. house. Absolutely. Yeah, it could be the same house. And, and in fact, it might be, but it it's is. so hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought it was interesting, and I don't know if we ever really got, like, a real explanation for this, but, you know, Gwen is, like, quietly speaking to Aggie in her soup, and then the second, like, Marnie walks into the kitchen, she immediately, like, covers it up and, like, hides it and stops talking to Aggie, and I was like, what the fuck were you secretly talking to Aggie about? And I don't think we ever figure it out, do we? I don't think so. Or if we do, it wasn't important. Like Because I I don't know. Why? Why was it such a big deal to hang up on Aggie when Marnie walks into the kitchen? It's not like she's some random neighbor. I mean, here's the thing, too. Apparently, Sophie is with Aggie. Yes. You know, like... I, uh, learning or something? I think she's doing her witch's training stuff. Her witch's yeah. training? Which, like, did Marnie ever get her actual witch's training for Maggie? Or what? Because I... I mean, I guess maybe she did during the time that Aggie stayed with them. I mean, she got it from Aggie and Gwen both because Gwen was like, I'm going to do your training. But, you know, Gwen just let Sophie run off with Aggie and to do her training. She didn't care about doing Sophie's training. (laughs) I guess it's different because at the time that it was like, oh, Aggie, come live with us. You know, you can help with Marnie's training. That was when they couldn't go between worlds. Yeah. Uh, But now they can. So it's like, oh, yeah, Sophie, just go run off for a year. It's fine. Like, what? I don't know. It's I don't even so know weird. how old Sophie's supposed to be at this point. I have no idea. She was like seven in the first one. So I think so, yeah. I guess so now she's... She'd be 12. 12, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, she would be doing her training like 12, 13. She, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. It just doesn't make sense that her Gwen is suddenly okay with her daughter running off to other worlds right? with Aggie. And right? they're, t- they're like... <laughs> training on like time travel yeah interdimensional time travel which doesn't what she's 12 why are you training on this right now (laughs) she's a baby i I would assume that'd be like a college thing you know like i would too like the older you are the more control you have over your powers the better chance you have at doing that however we have discussed that out of all three of the cromwell kids Mm. sophie is the best one she is the best witch she's the best Maybe she's like Hermione and she's just like really advanced for her age or something. I don't know. She is the brightest witch of her age. <laughs> she's the Unlike brightest witch Marnie. of her age. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, really though, I would have loved to watch more of Sophie yes. growing up and like showing her like magic and stuff because she definitely has a way better handle on it than Marnie does. And I don't think she takes it as much for granted as Marnie does either. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Sophie genuinely, like, values it, which is, I would say, very different from Marnie, because Marnie's just like, I'm a witch. I'm going to use magic to do all of the things. Like, we yeah. see, she starts sorting her clothes with her magic, and it's like, girl, yeah, you don't need to be doing that. <laughs> yep. That's not a requirement to, like, clean out your closet, okay? <laughs> I mean, it makes it easier, so I get it, but... I mean, it might, but, like... <laughs> 
she wasn't even like making it go very far. She was literally just like throwing them in piles that she could have just done herself. True. True. But I guess she was too busy painting her nails. (sighs) All right. (laughs) She was. She was sitting on her bed painting her nails. Oh, I did not notice that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. And Gwen, like, walked in and was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. But then we get that moment where uh, Gwen is talking to Marnie about, like, her college plans and stuff. And Marnie's like, lol, you know, I'm uh, I'm going to Witches University. And it's all because Aggie kind of let a congratulations slip out uh, when Marnie, like, picks up the soup phone. And oh yeah, that's <laughs> and right. She's like, "What? Congratulations for what?" And Marnie's like, "Well, I kind of applied to which university, and I'm going to go." And she's like, "Well, I'm not paying for it." And Mar- Marnie's all like, "Well, I have a scholarship, so it doesn't matter." <laughs> yep. And yep. I'm she's like, like "I have a full scholarship. I don't have to pay for anything." How did she even get a full scholarship? Like, Marnie's not that great of a witch, is she? No. <laughs> I, I think it's the Cromwell name. I genuinely it's think Cromwell it's because of name. that. It's the and Cromwell name. The Dominion having a plan. Yes, exactly. It was Which, all sinister. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, yeah. <laughs> they had a plan. They said, oh, hey, look, Marnie Cromwell or whatever. Is her last name actually Cromwell? I assume so. But it's just like, hey, oh, Marnie Piper. Sorry, Piper. It's Piper. It's Piper. It's Piper. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I can't remember. But they're like, oh, hey, look, Marnie Piper, you know, daughter of Agatha Cromwell, you know, has applied here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and they know that the, the Witches University was, I thought it was built on top of like the old Cromwell Castle, but I think they're just using Cromwell yeah. Castle as the Witches University. Yeah, I was going to say, I and, think it is just old Cromwell Castle. I think so. Because Aggie mentions that she's glad Marnie got that room, and it's literally the same yes. room she had when she was her age. So. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. Because it's weird that, because we see this later in the movie, like once classes have started and everything, but we see that there's this hole in the ground, like in a basement or something, mm-hmm. that they're like, trying to find things out of and I'm like okay like being the university being built on top of Cromwell Castle would make sense in that way that they're like oh hey we're looking for things in the ground uh that you know used to belong to the Cromwells or something uh but no if it's the same castle then why is there stuff in the hole in the ground yeah they don't need to be looking in the hole in the ground if well unless it's the crypt it's possible it's the crypt that's kind of my thought but, but why would the box be down there because aggie didn't die that's my question yeah aggie is still very much alive <laughs> she is very very much alive i mean it's also entirely possible that because of what we know is in there that we find out at the end of the movie she put it down there so that no one would try to get to it i could see that it's possible yeah but why do what happened to the crypt that it did it get buried I have no clue. <laughs> don't either. I don't know what's happening. This movie is interesting. <laughs> Just, it's so yeah. It's a movie. It's, it's a movie. definitely a movie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but yeah, no. It just like obviously they're looking for something specific that the yes. Cromwells used to have. So it's like, oh, yeah. you know, Marnie 
descended from the Cromwells. Let's see if she can find it. Let's see if she can get it and open it and whatever. I do think it's really interesting that, you know, so Marnie tells Gwen about this. Gwen's all upset that she's going to go to college in Halloween Town. So, like, it just feels like Gwen is back to hating Halloween Town. And it's like, stop it with the back and forth. You either like it or you don't like it. And you shouldn't be constantly flip-flopping on it, you know? Um, yeah. But she clearly likes magic and doing magic because she has no problem doing it throughout this whole movie. So. Yeah, it's really weird because. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is kind of like, I don't know, at the beginning, we don't really see her using magic. Like, I think it just hap- so happened that maybe Aggie called Gwen via the soup yeah. somehow. Uh, so it's not like Gwen was actually like intentionally using magic there as far as we can tell. Yeah. But we do see it later in the movie. But also what like why doesn't Gwen want Marnie to go to Halloween Town? Like they literally hosted kid like transfer right? students last year. So Yeah. Well, and on top of that, like this is clearly what Marnie wants to do. Like this is her yeah. preferred school. Like Yes. She doesn't want to go to school at a community college for two years and then go to a state school. That's not her dream. She wants to go to which university and she got a full ride scholarship to which university, which like, you know, we can talk all day about how that's probably not even like an actual scholarship. They just wanted her there. But the thing is, Gwen hears that she has that and she's still upset about her wanting to go to which university. But like, it's not like Marnie can't, you know, visit and it's not like she can't visit Marnie. It's just It's not like weird. they can't call. Exactly. Yeah. And it's I don't know. It just it just feels really bad, I it guess. Is. Yes. Because your parents usually, I would assume, if you have a dream college that you happen to get into, would hopefully support you in going to said college, whether it's like far far away or not you know if that's your dream school you would hope that they would care enough to want you to go there and enjoy your time in college right honestly it really depends on the parents and it depends on how they raised their kids that's true because you know like for instance uh i know we were talking about high school musical earlier and you know the way that troy was raised you know his dad was like oh yeah you're gonna get a basketball scholarship you're gonna go to whatever college like they were planning his whole life on him going to. And then by the end, it's like, you know what? I'm actually going to go to this college so that I can do one basketball two drama and also be near enough to my girlfriend. And it's like, yeah. okay. So that's, that's different than what Troy's father had planned for him. That's true. But his father was more inclined to, uh, to let him do that, you know, even though yeah, it's not what his dad really wanted for him. Well, and we see this a lot with um with Disney parents actually when it comes to their kids like having a dream or whatever. That's a lot true. of times yeah. the parents will have their own idea of what their kids should do and so they'll be upset <laughs> that their kid wants to do this other thing. Like for High School Musical in the first one, his dad is so not on board with him doing musicals. And yes. if we're talking about Ice Princess, the mom is so not on board with her being an ice skater. She thinks yes. it's bad and toxic and all of this stuff. And she wants her to just be a scientist. While she loves science, she also 
wants to do ice skating. She realizes yeah. that she really likes it and she likes figuring out the math and science behind it, you know? Exactly. So it's like, this is a very, very common theme for Disney movies. And honestly, <laughs> I definitely understand why my mom didn't love all of the Disney movies we watched because yes. she didn't love that aspect of the parents looking like horrible people because they don't support their kids and what they want to do. You know? Valid. Yeah. And that's valid. I think it's really disingenuous of Disney to try and show parents in this light all the time because they really do give you that bad feeling about like parents in general, mm-hmm. if you're just watching the movies and going like, wow, these parents don't yeah. support their kids at all. They don't care. I mean, like, like, I think I think a lot of the times, if not, like, all the time, you know, by the end of the movie, the parent is on board. They're kind of like, yeah. okay, yeah, you know what, like, like, let's do it. But I do understand that it does show the parents in a bad light when the parent is like, no, don't do that. We're going to do this. This well, is what I it- have planned for you. A lot of times that happens, like that change where they support them is usually after they've tried to like almost sabotage them in a way. Yeah. Which is horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't you want to support your kid and what they like as long as they're not hurting anyone? I mean, you would assume so, yeah. (laughs) Like, Troy's a basketball player. He likes basketball, sure, but he also likes musicals. Yeah. He figured out that that was something he enjoyed. Let him have some fun, okay? Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, like, obviously, this this is all just in the realm of movies, like, specifically yes. Disney movies. Yeah, specifically and obviously, Disney. <laughs> and obviously, like, in, in the real world, uh, you know, you have parents that aren't going to be supportive, kind of like, yep. no matter what you do, unless That's you true. do what they want you to, like... If they're like, oh, you're going to go to my alma mater or else I'm not going to pay for your college. I'm not going to help you in any way. Like, that happens. It does. It's unfortunate, but it happens. It is, yeah. It's not necessarily, like, a a trope that isn't realistic, which is really sad. Yes. Yes, it's a trope, but it's also very realistic. And I, it sucks for the people who have to deal with that. Um, I'm really glad I didn't Mm. have to. Same. Yeah. I was able to do what I wanted to do when I went to college. Um, so that was nice. But not everyone gets that. And it's it's sad because then it kind of that honestly often it does hurt your like relationship with like your parents if you end up in that situation, as we see in many of these movies. Because yes. um, <laughs> there's often a little rift. Like, for instance... Marnie knows Gwen does not want her there and she sends Dylan as her spy to go to school with Marnie to keep an eye on her. And so Marnie gets real upset and ignores her mother's phone calls. Well, witch's glass calls, but you know what I'm talking about? She gave her a little witch's glass Mm -hmm. bracelet so that she could be like, you can call home anytime. But Marnie doesn't want to call home the second she finds out Dylan is spying on her. Yeah. Like, Which, and it's, I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I don't know. Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, I know, like, here at the beginning, when Dylan is sent off with Marnie, you know, Gwen opens a port, or is it Gwen? No, maybe it's Marnie and Dylan who opened a portal just out in the open, out in public. Yep. And I'm like, okay, so mortals are allowed to see this. Okay, interesting. Always. Which I, it still doesn't make sense to me. 
But I think only because I'm always thinking of like the Harry Potter rules yeah. about magic where muggles aren't allowed to see magic. Yeah. Uh, but in the last Halloween Town movie, um, you know, they made it apparent that, oh, all these people in whatever mortal town that the Piper family lives in, uh, they've seen all of the monsters from Halloween Town. They're cool with them. And so it's like, oh, okay, you know, like, whatever. They're like, oh, yeah, we can deal with witches and goblins and fairies and whatever. So yeah. it's like, can they use magic out in the open now? Or what? I assume so. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with yes, because they really tried to push that in the last movie. And now witches and all of them are going to college and stuff in the mortal world. So, yeah, I'm just going to assume that the whole world is OK with it now because we don't see any negative. Well, we kind of do, but it's it's more so people just being surprised Yes. By Gwen. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> They're yes. like, what is wrong with you? Because <laughs> here's the thing. In the other movies, we've had moments where they were able to talk through like headphones. They were able to talk through witches' glasses. They were able to talk. Um, what was the other thing that they used? Was there know. another thing? I have Maybe no idea. there wasn't. There might but, not have been. But in this one. The only way we really see Gwen trying to talk to anyone is through liquid. So she talks to a pot of soup. She talks to toilets, toilet water. That's right. She talks to a fucking bird bath. Like, girl, is that a normal way to communicate? Do you use water and liquids and such like that very often? Is that normal? Does she not have her own witch's glass that she, she can use to call She absolutely does. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I, the whole time we saw all of those, I was like, girl. And yeah. she did it. She did it where she was showing a house to people. Like, yes. Don't let people be in the house if you're going to call your daughter on the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> Like, that was the thing, too. I was like, did she invite them into the house? Or is this just, like, an open house they can just walk in? Or, like, what's happening? I want to say it was a showing. I don't think it was an open house. So I think she was giving them a tour. And then she let them walk around. And they just happened to walk into the bathroom that she was talking to her daughter in the toilet with. And I was like, girl, you could have waited, like, 15 more minutes for them to finish their tour. (laughs) Exactly. That was the whole thing. So that's the whole thing. We haven't actually discussed this, but after Marnie and Dylan go off to college, Gwen decides, I'm going to be like a realtor, you know? I'm going to start showing houses. I'm going to try to sell houses. Mm -hmm. As far as we know, she's only showing this one. Yeah. And she just, it's so weird. I'm like, you literally can't wait until the showing's done. Yeah. It's weird. And and not not only whatever she's doing inside the house, talking into a toilet or whatever, but also the birdhouse outside, out front. Yeah. Like, where everyone can see you look like a crazy yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. It's and weird. She, she always tries to come up with like the weirdest excuse for like what she just last said. Like she, <laughs> yes. she said, I love you, you know, into the toilet. And they all were like, what? And she was like, I just love the plumbing. And then yeah. the birds, she had said like, I miss you, you know? And she was like, I just miss the birds. They're all gone. Like girl, which 
Like, Why? That's, that's, that's kind of a callback to, like, the first time we see her, like, use magic um, yeah. out in public in this movie, which is when she's at the grocery store and she's checking out and she's yep. talking to the cashier there and she's like, oh, you know, like, they've gone off to college and my youngest one is, you know, off on her own with her grandmother, uh, you know, learning magic, whatever. Um, and she's like, the birds have all left the nest. I'm an empty nester. Yep. And, uh, and th- this is weird too. You know, she walks off and the cashier's like, oh ma'am, don't forget your groceries. And she does magic to zip them back to her. And the cashier just like goes on the intercom and says something about like, you know, meltdown on register three or something. And I was like, yeah. I don't know what that means, but okay. It's because he's melting down because he just watched I... her do magic. <laughs> yeah, but if, if the mortals are supposed to be okay with that yeah. now, then what? But also he, he looked unfazed. Oh. Yeah, he, he looked did very seem unfazed. So it's confusing that they would even have that line in the movie. I think they thought that it would be funny, but it's not funny if the it's cashier not. isn't actively showing signs of being like, what the fuck? Exactly, yeah. And, and I'm like, I, oh, sorry. I was going to say, I understand <laughs> if it's supposed to be kind of like, I don't know if dry humor is the right way to phrase it. But, like, if, if he's supposed to have the no expression, just be like, oh, yeah, Meltdown Isle 3, and it's supposed to be funny that way, but nothing's happening, it's not funny. Yeah. Yeah, It was true. more confusing than anything. It was, especially since, you know, the third one focused so heavily on making sure mortals were okay with magic and, like, magic beings and all that stuff, so... They didn't even try that hard in the third movie. Uh, you, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> they didn't, but they really tried to push it, and then... In this one, they really tried to be like, oh, look, everyone's okay with it, you know? So it's like, I don't know, weird, I guess. It's, I just, it's very I, weird. I feel like they shouldn't have put that line in the movie. I feel like that line was just have. misplaced. It was, it was. Like, they did, they, like, he didn't need to say anything. Gwen could have nope. just taken her groceries and walked out, and we would have yeah. been fine. It would have been fine. We wouldn't have had a whole conversation about it just now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh yeah she figures out she's an empty nester so she starts filling her time with being a realtor which we realize she actually just spends all of her time trying to talk to marnie yes which is insane but you know marnie's yes. not answering her calls not really when when she does she just hangs up really quickly <laughs> yep. yep she's not very nice to her mother which is really sad because gwen is trying you know like yeah. she didn't support which university in like at the beginning but like she clearly isn't super opposed to it if you know she's letting marnie live her life over there and is just trying to like keep in contact with her i mean it's not like she has a choice like marnie already has the full scholarship so marnie's like okay i'm going like you can't stop me and she's 18 so and she's 18 exactly and so, but I think the thing is the fact that Gwen is trying to check up on Marnie so often that Marnie is like, leave me alone. Yeah, she's being a smother. Exactly. Which you don't want to be a smother if you're a mother. Yes. But yeah, so we do find out that, you know, Dylan is going to school there. He was initially just helping Marnie move in to college and stuff. Yeah. But then when Marnie is like, okay, bye, he's like, oh, actually, I'm a student, too. And she's like, yeah. you're what? <laughs> yeah, it was it was very confusing. It was like, okay, you know, Dylan and Marnie go through the portal, but before they go through the portal to go to Witches University, or go to Halloween Town, I guess, you know, Gwen hugs both of them. And yeah. I'm like, 
I'm thinking to myself, you're going to see Dylan in like five right. minutes, you know? Oh, yeah. Colleen but, and I both were sitting here like, so Dylan's going, but he's not a student. Like, as far as we know, he doesn't have any schooling that he's doing out there, you know? Yeah. Because we never heard anything about him being enrolled or having a scholarship or anything like that, which I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a scholarship because they didn't even know he was coming. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's that they didn't know he was coming. Or they just didn't know who he was. They just didn't know who he was. Yeah. I okay. think that's really all it was. Okay. I'm trying to remember who asked who he was. Who was it? The chancellor, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Which is weird because wouldn't you know who your students are if they're coming from the mortal world? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe, but it might be that they were so focused on Marnie okay. that they just, I don't know. They thought that this was some random kid Marnie brought with her or something, you know, who like maybe yeah. she knew someone in Halloween Town and this was like her friend. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, I think it's possible that they probably knew, like, oh, hey, Dylan Piper is, you know, enrolled here. He signed up. He, like, applied here. We accepted him. Whatever. But they were just like, Marnie. Marnie is the one we care about. Marnie is a witch, as far as we know. She is very powerful because she's done X, Y, and Z over the past couple years in Halloween Town. Blah, 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 whatever. And Dylan hasn't been the one to step up and be like, I'm a warlock. I'm the one doing this magic. I'm the yeah. one like really helping out Halloween Town. No, it was all Marnie. No, it was all Marnie. Yep. It was all Marnie. So like Dylan, they could kind of care less about. So I think it was really just maybe they, maybe the chancellor didn't quite realize Dylan was there, but obviously he's enrolled in the school. Yeah. My question related to you know dylan and all of this which is university is it like a community college where you can just sign up for classes and you don't have to like really apply or anything like that because usually applications to college take a little while you know it kind of felt like that's how it was for marnie yeah and I'm just going to go off on a limb here and say I don't think Dylan really knew that Marnie was going to Witch University until Gwen knew. Yes, I, I would agree. I feel like that would be something Marnie would hide from everyone except for Aggie. Yes. So yeah. considering we know she didn't hide it from Aggie. Yeah. So how did he get into school so quickly? I don't know. I could see it being kind of like community college where it's easier to get in. But it's also because I think it's also closer to community college now, at least, maybe. Mm -hmm. Because after Marnie opened the the portal between Halloween Town and the mortal world, uh, you know, they mentioned that, oh, because of that, because of you, Marnie, you know, we let anyone in here, uh, whether you're a witch or a warlock or even like a goblin or a fairy, whatever yeah. you are. Everyone can come here now. It used to only be for witches and warlocks. Yeah. So it was more selective in that way before. But now that they're letting anyone in, maybe they've changed how they do things. I don't know. Okay. That's possible, I guess. It's just weird that he just happens to, like, get into school, like, five seconds before they leave for it. Yeah. <laughs> was, yes. Agreed. <laughs> and that, that was, this was another thing. Because Dylan is a year younger than Marnie. Yep. And so part of the reason it was like, how is he at school too when she's a freshman? 
Yeah. How is he also a freshman? Turns out, we find this later in the movie, but turns out he skipped a grade somewhere at some point. Yeah. And so, so, you know, they, we assume they finished high school at the same time. Yeah. It's like he, so from what I understood, it's like he tested out early, basically. Yeah. Did the fast track system where you get to like do, um, the like next year's classes earlier than normal. Lee would and then he was able to just like you know graduate early yeah um which I mean sure you know Dylan's really smart I wouldn't put it past him it's just interesting that we never heard about that until now I guess yeah like they could have mentioned that Dylan skipped a grade in like the first or second movie <laughs> but they probably didn't think about this movie until after they wrote the third movie precisely so. i'm pretty sure number three and four were afterthoughts <laughs> oh absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. but like obviously dylan didn't know about his magic until the end of the first movie True. and then i think even with the second movie he wasn't really interested in using magic which we kind of saw um and then third movie i don't think we saw him using magic no so he asks like as, Marnie to do magic instead. Yeah, yeah. So like as far as we know, Dylan still isn't very interested in using magic. But yeah. I think it's that most of the magic he's not interested in using, except we find out later in this movie that he uses magic to speed read and to learn things very quickly. Mm-hmm. So I think if it's something that he cares about and cares enough to use, he'll do it, like the speed yeah. reading. Uh, but otherwise he's kind of like, eh, whatever. Do you think that he's always sped read that way and he just thought it was like a special ability he had until he realized that there was magic in their family? I'm going to go with no. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think... Otherwise, I don't know how else he would be able to hold on to his magic if he's not like actively practicing it. You know what I mean? Yes. Because I don't think he ever gets, like, real training training, does he? Not that we know of. He However, still could, I guess. He but... still could have, especially since Aggie stayed with them for two years. Yeah. I don't know. Because I think if... Because are you, are you asking, like, if I think that even before, the, like, they found out that he had magic, if he yeah. was speed reading that way... Yeah. I don't think he was speed reading that way before he found out that he is magic. Okay. Because otherwise, you know, like there's books and everything flying around the room when we see him do it in this movie. <laughs> so if that happened when he was younger, before he found out he was a warlock, then what did he think it was? I don't know. Maybe they did that for dramatic effect. Maybe that's not how it always looks. Maybe they <laughs> that's wanted to possible. To maybe see it. <laughs> yeah, maybe when he was younger, uh, it was more simpler. Yeah. And then as he grew older, he found more ways to like amp it up and you know learn <laughs> he more faster. More and he just yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Dylan, all right. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. He's so showy. Well, I don't think it's that he was trying to be showy. I think it's just that he learned uh, how to speed read like faster and maybe in a better way or something you know read multiple things all at the same time what happened to his troll girlfriend she died just like luke died because he's not in this movie either (laughs) i don't like that (laughs) i know i missed luke i missed luke in this movie 
I miss him. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Just, I, yeah. His troll girlfriend, gone. Luke, gone. Uh, I think that's a song. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's whatever, I guess. Wait. Hmm. Hold on. I have to look up different. Hold on. Okay. Queen <laughs> Town. Uh- <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I just had a thought. Oh, she has a thought. I, Cal, Cal disappeared. At the mm-hmm. end of the Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge up. plot. Yeah. In, 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 the, in the plot summary for Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge, like obviously Calabar disappeared. But at the end of this plot, it says Cal will return for his yeah. revenge. Yeah. Never showed up. Nope. He no. never came back. No, re- no Never revenge. came back. There is none. Yeah. So I think whoever wrote that wiki article is stupid. <laughs> or that's what they intended because I think he does say he'll be back at the end of the movie and then they never wrote that storyline. Yeah. I don't remember that. All I remember yeah. is that Marnie takes the books and then the vines or whatever they were supposed to be like also take him. Yeah, I think he like swears to be back or something. Which, like, oh. He never comes back. There's no, a lot never. of people who have talked about that online too. I've seen a lot of comments about oh, that. Oh, okay. I've I've delved deep into this world. I'm not. <laughs> but um but you know, they get to school, you know, Marnie's like annoyed that Dylan is a student there, but whatever. Yeah. They meet the Sinister Sisters, which is the the trio, Scarlet, Sage, and Sapphire. You know, interesting naming scheme, I guess, but you know, you yeah. do you. Uh <laughs> but he is like obsessed, which you know, it wasn't unexpected because of how he was acting with all the popular girls in the second movie. But at the same time, they don't even try to cover up being bitches to him. So it's no. like, why do you even want to give them the time of day, Dylan? Like, they're mm-hmm. not that pretty. <laughs> I mean, like, they're they're obviously pretty yes. and they're very obviously bitches uh but dylan doesn't care he's like no. oh hey you know that that scarlet girl she's hot yeah. she looks fantastic she looks like a bitch i have to go talk to her <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i literally commented i was like he likes a hot popular mean bitch again <laughs> yep which like why is he going for these kinds of this kind of woman Forget what his troll girlfriend that yeah, he had. Yeah, forget the troll girlfriend. <laughs> who, who is she? Never who seen cares her about before her? in my life. <laughs> Just... Oh, God. Like, what? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, no clue. Yeah. But, you know, then, of course, we, we find out that he, like, skipped a grade and he's enrolled in school and stuff. And Marnie's all upset that he's, like, spying on her for Gwen. Which, like, whatever, you know? Yeah. Parents like to have their kids get, like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, have them, like, have someone keep an eye on them, you know? If they're not there, you know, to, like, help take care of them, I guess. Okay. I don't know why yeah. you would assign Dylan that role. <laughs> but. I, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> like, Gwen isn't worried about Dylan. Dylan has always been a goody two-shoes. Yeah, he has. Which is 
interesting because later in this movie, uh, the Sinister Sisters mention that Marnie is a goody two-shoes. Yeah. So she's not. <laughs> she's not. They call her a goody goody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know why they think she's a goody goody. Like uh, she kind of is in a way, but at the same time, no. Well, the so she, you know, she didn't read the handbook, obviously, before going to school. So she thinks that she's going to be doing lots of magic at this university. That's all she thinks that they're going to be doing. That makes sense. You would think, you know, which is university you're going to go and learn how to use magic. Right. Exactly. You would think. Exactly. She gets there and she is using magic to carry, you know, her luggage. And um, what's his face? Professor Groff cast like a spell to or grog yeah he casts a spell to like stop it and he's like no magic blah 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 or whatever and she gets like asked if she even read the handbook or whatever and she's like oh yeah i totally read the handbook but she definitely didn't you know um and so then the sinister sisters kind of explain like you're not allowed to use magic on the grounds and stuff like that and she was like but like we are at witch university like we should be allowed to use magic we're witches you know and stuff like that and eventually it comes out that it got changed like last year i think anise is the one who tells her that i think so yeah she's like well who's the like idiot that changed that or whatever and they're like you did (laughs) and she's like me how did i change it it's because of what she did with the high schoolers in the last movie, supposedly. Somehow that made it magically okay. It, I think it's mostly because she opened the portal and the portal is just now open. And so now um, all these, you know, other creatures, all these goblins, trolls, fairies, whatever, like, because they couldn't go to which university. Now they're going to, you know, yeah. colleges in the mortal realm, which yeah. is weird to me, but okay. I guess. <laughs> I get which it kind of doesn't make sense unless there are witches and warlocks now going to college in the mortal realm. I, which think, I think there is are. Possible. I think that's what it is. I think because witch university used to only be for witches and warlocks. Yeah. And so then they had to open the enrollment to other creatures because the um, was it enrollment in- had dropped because yeah. so many of the witches and warlocks were going to school in the mortal world. Yeah, that's that's kind of my thought yeah. on that too. So that's that's what it was. So that's why yeah. they let like you know a genie in and whatever that one guy is who's like really I have no idea what he is. <laughs> yeah, he's just gross, is what he, he is. <laughs> he is, yeah. I mean, he but, seems like a very nice guy, yeah, but he does. Time, I'm like, he's a little gross. A little, a little. <laughs> a lot of slobber and snot. I think I'm okay. I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, they have Unless to keep reminding him, like, oh, you're that. drooling now. And yeah. Like, you, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, since now that they've opened their, which is which university has opened their doors to other magical creatures, they're like, mm, it's kind of unfair if all the witches and warlocks get to use magic while on campus. Yep, so exactly. No magic, ever, yeah. at all. They made Not it allowed. an even playing field for everyone. Not even the professors are allowed to use magic. <laughs> yeah. Which, I... Why? Like, I can understand why you would be like, okay, no magic on campus, like, whatever. Like, no magic outside of class, sure, maybe. But only so that you don't have students, like, bullying others 
who don't have magic, you know? Yeah, true. But the professors do use magic. <laughs> At least Professor per- Miss Periwinkle does. Uh, but she's also like, that's a secret between us, okay? I didn't do this. Well, and the Chancellor. Yeah. I mean, Chancellor's different, though. Right, true. But she's like, in charge. They should just let the professors and, like, the higher-ups use magic. I don't Exactly. I don't think there is necessarily a reason to not let them do yeah. that. Um, I think it's a dumb rule. Yeah. But I think also that there should be classes for witches and warlocks to be like, okay, here's how you use your magic. Here's some new things for you to yep. learn. Here's yep. this. Here's that. Whatever. And it can just be like, hey, don't use these outside of class. If you need to practice, let's set up, you know, a time for it that any yeah. student can come in and practice. I agree. I think that that would be good. Yeah. But no. But, Why but would they they're, do that? they're like, no magic at all. And I'm like, okay. None. And they're also talking about Shakespeare in some class, I yeah. think. And I'm like, that seems weird. In Periwinkle's class, she's like teaching a class yes. about Shakespeare, That's basically, it. which is like... I mean, that's fine if you want to teach a class about Shakespeare, yeah. sure, but, but it doesn't exactly make a lot of sense. It, it doesn't. It's kind of like, okay, we can't use magic anymore, so what am I going to teach? I guess right. I'll teach about Shakespeare. Like, I like, like it, you should still teach about magic. You just don't have to use it. It can be like when Umbridge teaches magic. Exactly. That's what I was she, about to say. And I was like, I'm not saying she's like yeah. a good example of a teacher. She's but. not. No, but they do still talk about spells. I yeah. think they talk about yeah. spells without actually using spells. Exactly. You know, which obviously, you know, the trio thought was stupid because they didn't get the practice. But yeah, we'll I mean, get like to every, that eventually everyone <laughs> thought it was stupid, but they were just like, hey, Voldemort's back. Like we should be learning, yeah, how to use defensive spells. But yeah. it just that's yeah. Dumbledore's army spawns anyway. <laughs> yep, we'll talk about that next year. Yeah, we will. It'll happen. We'll it get will there. happen. We'll get there. But I don't know. So <laughs> I think it's interesting, you know, because Ethan shows up finally, right? Yes. You see Ethan. He's like Marnie, hi, and Marnie's like hi, Ethan. You know. And he, like, starts out by apologizing for what his dad did. And I'm like, I thought yeah. that was all resolved. Like, why are you apologizing still? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that wasn't even your fault. Like, you didn't cause it. Your dad did. And you're not your dad. I mean, he so. was also kind of helping his dad a little bit, at least. A little bit, but, you know, in his defense, he was still, like, a minor and probably didn't exactly. have necessarily much of a choice. Yeah, it was, I think it was kind of one of those things where it was, like, he either goes along with what his dad does and either, you know, things turn out well for them or they don't. Mm-hmm. Or whatever happens, happens. Um, yeah. Or he doesn't do what his dad says and his dad, you know, like, disowns him or something and, like... What then? What if his dad throws him out of his own house and he has yeah. nowhere to live and things like that? So he was kind of like, well, what do I do here? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> it would be hard. It would be hard to be put in that situation. I'm not going to lie. It is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, he was definitely thrown probably into like the the sharks 
And pretty basically. much, yeah. <laughs> that's that's rough. <laughs> Very rough, yes. But yeah, so he, I don't know, it's just weird that he started out apologizing. I don't think he apologizes really again. Um, maybe he does at the end, I don't remember. But it, I just thought it was really weird that he was apologizing for what his dad did, because he's not his dad. Yeah, I, I think really he should have, like, I understand why he apologized for his dad. Yeah. But, like, it, it, that's really all it should have been. It should have just been like, hey, sorry about my dad, let's move forward. But also, genuinely, I feel like that was all resolved at the end of the third one. Like, I mean, why, it kind of was, yeah. Why did it need to come into the fourth one? Yeah, I don't know. I could have just been like, hey, Marnie, hi, good to see you again, you know? Right, yeah. I guess it depends on how, how Ethan and Marnie left off in the third movie, because... I don't know, because we don't really get to see them talking about anything after the portal is, like, remained open or mm-hmm. anything. True. Because all we see, because now, now I'm remembering that there was that one guy that Marnie had a crush on, that mortal Marnie had a crush on. Yeah, last Cody. Movie. I forgot about him until Cody now. Cody doesn't even exist now. He doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, see, it's Cody, Luke, and the troll girl from the last movie. They what don't exist anymore. Name? What is the I troll can't girl remember. Name? I genuinely can't remember. Let's see. Halloween Town. For some reason, I want to say Alyssa or something, but I do not think that's it. Well, that's the name of the actress who plays her. Yeah. As Natalie. Natalie. That's it. Natalie was the troll. Natalie. So Luke, Natalie, and Cody, they're all gone. Yep, they don't exist. So is Sophie. Sophie's gone too. Yeah, Sophie doesn't exist. She's she at really... least mentioned here, but or in True. this movie. She but... hasn't really existed since the second movie, though. She was yeah, <laughs> she was in one scene in the last movie, and that yep. was it. Yep, and she's in zero scenes in this movie, so. Yeah, she does not exist here. Except I in that name. Little girl. She was great. <laughs> she was. She really was. But, yeah, they, you know, they start their schooling um, after, like, moving in and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to make this comment. I love, you know, so Dylan, um, Anissa, who is apparently Marnie's RN or whatever. R.A.? R.A., that thing. <laughs> I don't know. I never heard of... I, I've never had one of those. I never had one when I was in oh, college. So interesting. I, I did. would not know what that was. <laughs> I don't, but, I'm don't. i trying to remember what they called it in this movie. They called it something slightly different. Uh, I thought but it was it's, a resident advisor still. That's what they called it. Okay, yeah. I think, I think we always called them resident assistants or something. Oh, I always thought it was resident advisor. Not Maybe because like of. movies and TV shows call it that. maybe but anyway um they all ended up in a class together you know marnie dylan and anisa and they're all sitting together and (laughs) they're like this is their class in you know shakespeare with um professor periwinkle i just thought it was funny like the way that they all were like talking together like i i just i don't know i liked their like the idea of them all together because i thought they were kind of funny and like a, a good little like friend group, if you will. But you know, we don't really see much of it later. This is like the only time we see them, which is funny because Dylan doesn't even really know Anissa, and neither does Marnie. But she just happens to like stick with them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, but this is also one of the first times that we see uh, the Sinister Sisters use magic outside. Well, you know, they're not even supposed to use magic anyway. But this is one of the first times we see them because um, what's-her-face? Scarlet? Scarlet. Scarlet uses magic to grab Marnie's book off of her desk and give it to Professor Periwinkle because she doesn't have her copy, I guess. And she's like, oh, you know, you get extra credit for being so prepared and stuff, right? And she's like, cool. And Marnie's all upset because she's like, she just used magic and that's my book and she didn't get in trouble for it. Like, what the heck, you know? And Marnie clearly, even though she didn't read the handbook and didn't understand that there was no magic, once she realized there was a no magic rule, has actually decided to follow the no magic rule. Yeah. So props to her for not trying to break the rules like she always does. <laughs> I mean, like, it, uh, honestly, I, I would say it really is a thing of make sure no one sees you doing it. Yeah. Which, obviously, uh, Professor Periwinkle did not see Scarlet use magic no. to take Marnie's book, so no. she got away with it for that. She did. She was busy. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, like if I were, like, alone in my dorm room, I'd probably use magic oh, to do sure. whatever I need it for. Yeah. And, like, but... laundry. Yeah, exactly. I guess, so the next class that they are in is the one with Grog. Yes. Did I get the name correct. right this time? Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he's like an old guy, right? They call him a dinosaur later on, but he's like an old professor, you know, he seems kind of uptight, uh, strict, typical strict old professor. And he assigns them like a paper. So they have to write like some kind of paper in their class. And once they're done with it, they turn it in and they leave. So... You know, you watch, like, basically a time lapse of the room where, like, people just keep leaving, disappearing out of their seats because they turn in their paper and they go. And you see Scarlet, she uses magic to write her paper immediately. Like, she literally finishes it within, like, a minute, maybe, of being in the class and getting the assignment. Uh, At least that's what it looked like. And she goes and turns it in. And as she's leaving, she, like, does some kind of, like, spell uh, you don't really know what it is, but she leaves, and then everyone else leaves, and Marnie is the only one still in the room. <laughs> Which I thought was weird. I also thought it was weird. I can't <laughs> like, remember what the essay was supposed to be about, but it seemed like something nope. Marnie could have written really quickly. Probably, but she didn't. Because I almost want to say it had something to do with mortals, and I was like, oh yeah, you know what, Marnie should be able to get that yeah, out in no time. That's easy. <laughs> yep. But she doesn't finish it that quickly. She takes forever. And so she, you know, she finishes it up finally. And she walks up to Grog and hands it to him. And he goes, what is this? Because it's a blank piece of paper. Just one piece of paper for an essay? Yeah, right. Um, Especially (laughs) if it's handwritten. I think not. But anyway, she gives it to him. It's blank. He's like, what? And she's like, no, somebody hexed my paper. Like, I, I swear, I just wrote like a whole, like, well thought out, this many paragraphs with like a good introduction, conclude, like whatever. She was talking about like a typical essay. I was like, okay, cool. Good for you, you know, but it's not there. And so he's like, okay. So he like blows on the paper. <laughs> he does magic right in front of her. Yeah. You know? And he's like, oh yeah, it was hexed. We're going to start investigating this. <laughs> And it's like, it's just 
why? <laughs> like Colleen said, she was like, does he really think that she made all the words on her own paper disappear? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, we're going to investigate this. And it was more like, it wasn't like, hey, we're going to help you out, Marnie. We're going to see who did this to you. It was like, no, you're in trouble. Yeah. And I was like, why would she make all the words on her paper disappear? Yeah, like, it literally felt like Marnie was going to be in trouble for her essay being hexed. Exactly. She's and I was like, what paper. the fuck is wrong with you? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. She's not going to hex her own paper, guys. No. But anyway, so we get to a point where the chancellor calls her into her office. Yes. And so Marnie shows up and is like, okay, what's up, you know, and... And, well, well oh, Marnie sorry. goes in and she's like, she's like, I know why you called me in here. Yes. I promise I did not do that to the paper. Yeah. And you do see the chancellor like with the paper and she's like, oh, yeah. no, you're not in trouble. Like, whatever about this. Yeah. She's like, it's like such a basic spell. There's no fingerprints or anything. We can't figure exactly. out who did it. Yeah, exactly. So. But yeah, I don't remember why the chancellor called her in. Well, that's actually a really good question. I have no idea why she was called in there. I actually don't remember either. I don't remember. Was she just trying to like check in on her and kind of make Maybe? her think that she cared? I think so. I think that's what it was. I think it was just, hey, let's check in on you. Uh, like, how's your like, first day going? Yeah, I feel like that's probably what it was. I think that's what it was, yeah. The next time she gets called into the office is about the box, but she hasn't found the box yet, so. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But she's about to find the box. She's about to, because we're about to get to that class. <laughs> uh, yeah, before we talk about that class, yes, though, I don't remember why this was brought up in her little meeting with the Chancellor, but uh, the Chancellor does explain something about how, like, any magic uh, done oh, at yeah. the school, like, becomes permanent on Halloween, like, at yep. midnight on Halloween, which doesn't make sense to me. Like, nope. what? <laughs> well, she Who? also... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, who who put that spell on there? Why did they put that spell on there? How long has the spell been on the school? Is that a yeah. new thing? Uh, because of like what Marnie did last year, or has this always been on the school? And if it's always been on the school, then why? I think it's always been a thing, and I think that might also be partially why they're not letting people use magic anymore either. Because they like she mentioned that there were like some. Sorry. Some, like, bad things that happened as a result of that, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, which, like, you know, I, I guess, I mean, magic has negative consequences, too. It's just like anything else. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it's always gonna... There's always gonna be the possibility of negative consequences. Yeah. But it's just, like... It's just weird. Spell. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a curse. It really is a curse, to be honest. It's like, a curse. Like, why, why would a spell that you, I don't, I just, I also don't understand, like, exactly what, so it's, is it just magic cast on the grounds of, how, like, witches university? I think that's what Maybe? it was. I think it was just spells cast on the grounds. So, like, while they were there. So that's maybe yeah. why they also don't want people using magic. But if it's been on the castle for years, like even before the whole no magic rule, then why were they doing magic on the grounds before the no magic rule? Bro, I don't know. People <laughs> are crazy. 
I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really a curse. It's a curse. Someone cursed yeah. the castle and they couldn't figure out how to undo that. So yeah. they're just stuck with it. They were. <laughs> Definitely. That's, that's all it is. They're stuck with that. Yeah. Which is weird. but It's very weird, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's fine. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. I hate it. <laughs> Same, actually. Um, <laughs> But Marnie, you know, she is, you know, she gets all this information from the Chancellor and, you know, we genuinely didn't know why. Sorry, I'm knocking things over. Um, but yeah, we we genuinely didn't know why she got all of this information. It was just like an info dump, basically. Yeah, basically, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like a weird way to convey information that maybe we needed to know as viewers. But they had to figure out how to make it fit into the movie. And so that was the only way they could figure it out, I guess. Which, yeah, sure, we'll go with that. But... Then Marnie goes to her next class, and it's not like a class class. Um, as Colleen stated, it was a, it's a bunch of freshmen. It's it's a whole bunch of freshmen. It seems like it should be like a junior or senior level class. It does, because what they're doing in this class is, like we talked about earlier, digging up old artifacts. From the Cromwells. <laughs> Which, like, the more um, I think about it, the more pit. I'm like, why is this all in a hole? Like, what the fuck? It's weird. The hole it's is weird. weird. We don't know how deep it goes. Like, we don't know anything about it. It's just there. And yeah, it's clearly magic. <laughs> yeah, because this is when they mentioned that, like, oh, you know, like, this used to be the old Cromwell Castle. Or mm-hmm. it was, like, the Witches University was built upon the Cromwell Castle or something. Yeah. And I I was just, like, I get the feeling Marnie did not hear them say that no. at all. It just seemed like, because basically what you find out, by the end of this movie, you realize that, oh, the Cromwells are essentially royalty. Um, Not that you... I mean, I guess you do kind of figure that out. But Marnie does not care about that. She no. does not seem to care at all. She's just she kind of like, oh, yeah. You know, like, she finds out that Aggie was going to be crowned queen, I think, or something. No, she doesn't find that no. out yet. Well, no, no, no. I mean, by the end of the movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. By, by the, the end of the movie, movie, she finds out, like, oh, yeah, Aggie was going to be crowned queen. But she, ah, Marnie doesn't care. Yeah, no. She does not care that they used Which- to be royalty. Which is really weird because Marnie from the first three movies absolutely would care. Yes, exactly. She'd be all over that. She would have been like, "Oh my god, no way! You're kidding." I'm but, royalty. Yeah, exactly. She would have been like, "I'm royalty." Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, why are we not royalty anymore? Like, what right? happened? Like, she would have questioned yeah. it. But in this movie, she does not care. She doesn't, and it's really weird. Like, she also just—it just doesn't weird. feel like she cares as much about the Cromwell name either. Yeah, that too. Because, you know, in this in this scene, she pulls up that box. She doesn't even do it on purpose. It just happens. The box, like, appears to her. Yeah, she doesn't even pull up the box. Yeah, the box just appears. It just rises up out of the hole. Exactly. It just <laughs> rises up and comes to her. And she, like, puts her hands out so it has a place to land. But, yeah. you know, she looks at it and she's like, oh, S. Cromwell. She doesn't react at all. She doesn't. No, she's just kind of like, oh, okay. 
Girl, Cromwell is your family name. <laughs> I know. And like, why do you have no reaction? <laughs> I don't understand it. I, like, the, the more I think about it now, the more I'm like, okay, you know what? This morning is actually, a, like, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, okay, she is quite a bit different from the old Marnie. Yeah. Uh, you know, new actress, so whatever. But I, why is she not caring about the Cromwell name? She is a Cromwell witch. I don't know. <laughs> she she went from I bet all of the magic of the Cromwells to <laughs> right. I don't give a fuck about the Cromwells. <laughs> she said I accidentally bet all the magic of the Cromwells, so now I'm going to pretend I know nothing. I don't. What magic? I'm a Cromwell. What? Huh? What? I, I don't think I'm a Cromwell. I'm a Piper. I'm a Piper. I'm Marnie Piper. <laughs> like, I just, I don't get it. Like, girl, what? The Marnie oh, we boy. know would absolutely be crazy over that box and be like, wait, I got to figure it out. You know? Like, she would have called her grandmother. She would have called Aggie and started asking her about the Cromwells she would have said we had a castle since when oh and it's important to note that before all of this um when Marnie is settling into her room that's when Aggie visits her and is like oh I hoped you would get this room you know yes it wasn't an important scene it's the only time we actually see Aggie and she's like a hologram yeah but yeah that's it that that, it wasn't important there's a reason it it was not to talk about it and there's a um, but, reason it's not in the plot summary. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not important. But she does do that. She pops in for a hot second and is like, oh, I wanted you to get this room. And yeah, maybe that could be a little bit of foreshadowing for later. But also, like, it could have just been her dorm room when she lived yeah, there. Yeah, that, if that she was lived my there. thought. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Aggie got this room when she was here at right? Witches University. Like, it wasn't <sighs> that special of a comment. And it wasn't exactly. that important of a point to make. So. Yeah. But, yeah, she gets this box out, you know, and the professors are all like, oh, my gosh. And Grog is, like, freaking out. He, like, grabs the box from her, and she's like, okay. And he's and- like, oh, I need the key. Like, where's the key? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Did they also get mad at her for, like, quote, unquote, using magic here? No, or- I don't think no? so. Did they not? I think they were glad that the Sinister Sisters tricked her into using magic. She didn't even use magic. <laughs> she didn't use magic. I know. <laughs> Because I remember, I think Scarlet also, like, magicked something out of the hole. And she was like, oh, guys, I found this. And, but, like, no one cared. Like, everyone was like, oh, good job. And they didn't think she used magic. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's I don't know. So, this is such a weird class for it to be, like, a freshman class. It is. Uh, it but definitely feels like a 300, 400 level class. So. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, this should not be a freshman level class. Nope. Nope, but it it's a freshman level <laughs> class because of Marnie. Only because of Marnie. She's the only, only because of reason. Marnie. And I, I I assume this is a very new class, as in oh, for yeah. some bizarre reason they dug a hole in the ground and they were like, Marnie's coming. It was made just for Marnie. <laughs> it was made just for Marnie. They were like, Marnie's coming. Dig a hole in the ground. Okay, yeah. there's a box down there. Marnie's going to get it. Yeah, because like, they wanted that box to come out. They wanted to get the amulet exactly. inside the box. They don't know where mm-hmm. the key is. I'm not really sure what would have happened to it, I guess. But I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. We find out later what happened to the key, but at this yes. point, we don't know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> 
But anyway, so after this, you know, Marnie decides that it's time to do her laundry. <laughs> ah, yeah. And I know that we both felt like this scene was a little bit cringy. <laughs> um, because she goes to do her laundry, right? You know, and she's there. And then her mom happens to, like, call. So her washing machine is ringing. So she opens oh, the lid. Yeah. And somehow, this is weird because this is not how washers work, okay? Especially not this type of washer. It just already has water in it, you know? And it's, it's already, already like, going. going yeah. There's nothing in it. There's no clothes. I, yeah. That's not I... how washers work, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. But anyway, her mom is inside the washer, basically, just trying to talk to her. They're having a little bit of a, a conversation. And she's like, how did you know I would be here? And she's like, well, when I was at Witch University, this is the day I did my laundry. And I was like, girl, yeah. that has nothing to do with her doing her laundry. Like, right? what? <laughs> Unless like, you yeah, told I... her that was what you did and all of that and, like, made sure that she was going to do it that day, it doesn't make any sense for you to want to do it. Exactly. Like, yeah. She day. was like, oh, I always did my laundry on Wednesdays. And I knew you would too. And it's like, what? Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> I did my laundry when I had time. <laughs> exactly. It was yeah. never on a specific day. It might it's have been like more it's... often on the weekend, but like, yeah, I could do it during the week. I did it during the week. Like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That has no, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It, that it comment not. was just dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Weird writing, guys. But yes, this entire movie, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but she's talking to her mom, and Dylan walks in. She's like, oh, and she closes it. Like, it hangs up on her mom real quick. Cause she, I thought it was I Ethan. Guess- oh, Ethan, not Dylan. Yeah, Ethan. <laughs> Ethan walks in. Um, But she doesn't want anyone to know that she's like having a conversation with someone, but she yeah. wasn't doing magic. Yeah. And it was just her mom. Yeah. I just think it's all very weird. It's Yes, it's extremely weird. But anyway, you know, he comes and he's laying it on thick. He's like, he's, ooh, <laughs> Marnie, I really like you. <laughs> their relation, like their dynamic between each other, like it's so weird throughout this entire movie. Every time they see each other, it's just like, hey, hey. Yeah. All right. Monosyllable. And, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and like the, it's it's clear that they're interested in each other, but it's so weird because I mean, obviously, Marnie spent a lot of time with him like a year ago when he was like staying at her house. I mean, like she didn't like spend time with him, but he was there. They saw each other. They talked. They like they they know each other, but yeah. they're acting so weird so weird throughout this entire movie and i'm like okay get over yourselves like okay you've been on date well okay they eventually go on date uh you know you do this you do that whatever but even by the end of the movie it's still just like hey how are you like i'm interested in you but i don't know how to act around you i'm not gonna lie i'm not really sure where this relationship came from because they literally don't talk they don't. I know. Yeah, that, that was the thing, too. It was just, like, right from the beginning, whenever you see Ethan in this movie, it was just like, hey, we're interested in each other. And I was like, yeah. okay. 
It's like, how what? do you know each other? Like, you guys didn't really talk yeah. in the third movie either. So exactly, yeah. So, like, my <laughs> assumption was that maybe they continued talking after the end of the third movie, like up until now. But then he apologizes for his dad's mistakes when they get to which university? Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> they have no contact. They have no contact. So it's just like weird. It's weird. They, I, I'm not really, I don't know. I'm not on board with them being a thing because it makes no sense. But, you know, whatever. I'm it like, would make more sense I, if they actually talked. <laughs> I could be on board with it. Yeah, same. If it were written better. Yeah, same. If it was thought through. <laughs> it's not, though. So I'm against yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, real. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I'm on board with it, but it's just not done well. It's not real. <laughs> Oh my God. Like they, like they really, they really tried. It's funny too because they do go on a date later in the movie. Then by the end of the movie, it's almost like they didn't go on the date, and they're still yep. very awkward with each other. And I'm like, what is happening? No clue, dude. I, I don't know. Like I, I understand why, why their whole like relationship thing is like in this movie, but at the same time, it didn't need it. Nope. It really didn't need to be in the movie, and I think they did it just because they wanted to have that romance aspect, but you know, you didn't need to have it, I guess. Yeah. Especially considering she had Cody in the last one, and he just disappears off the face of the earth. I I think, I think it's, God, I think it's the fact that, you know, first movie, there wasn't really any sort of relationship thing except at, by the end you know it's like oh yeah Luke you know next time next mm-hmm. time in Halloween Town you know True. we should go on a date whatever uh, and then the second movie it's all about Cal yeah um, until they find out he's evil and yeah. then the third movie it's all about Cody and True. so they're like oh fourth movie we have to have someone else <laughs> we need one more one more relationship the one thing- more guy Marnie's interested in well, and the thing is with the other ones, even even Cal, but he's like on the low end of the list, mm-hmm. they had conversations, they had a connection, you know, they had that kind of like slight buildup of, oh, it could be something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just weird to be thrown into the situation where all they're saying is hi. Yeah. Like, that's like middle school. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's, this is very much just like, you, I, I, I don't even know. It's like, I'm 13 and oh my gosh, he said hi to me in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. He said hi. Cool. He's, yeah. <laughs> and like, I, 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 I'm almost like on one hand, I almost want to be like, oh, okay. New actress. So like the whole relationship that, relationships a little weird between them maybe but at the same time i'm like no because even with the previous actress i think it'd still be weird yep it would still be weird like this it would it just i the problem isn't even the actress it's It's the writing it's the writing (laughs) she had to act that out and it's awful (laughs) i feel bad i feel bad for sarah paxton and i would have felt bad for the old marnie for having to deal with that too (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, yeah, so this happens, you know, and they go on their little date after she abandons her laundry in the laundry room, which I was very confused with because I would never do that. But that's just me, I guess. Well, she got called to the chancellor's office. Oh, well, they I think they were going to go do something. And then that's 
Yeah, that's right. Well, she does get Ethan, Ethan was going to do his own laundry. And so I think. Well, he also asked her if she just wanted to zap it up so they could that's go do true. something. <laughs> that's true. They, that and she happen, was, yeah. I think she was on the verge of maybe doing it. And I think so. I think was she, like, no. <laughs> yeah, I think before she really got a chance to explain or to uh, to respond to him, the chancellor was yeah. like, Marty Piper, come here. That's right. So, yeah, this is her second entrance into the chancellor's office. She's found the box, you know. She's mm-hmm. getting taken in, taken in. They're all like, okay, cool. Can you try to open this box? We don't care if you use magic. Just do it. Yeah. And she was like, well, I'm not going to have you tell me twice. And I was like, Marnie, what? <laughs> I, it was just I weird. I don't know. But I she thought, apparently tries. <laughs> I really wanted to know what spells she was trying because she's trying a whole bunch of different spells without saying anything, just, yeah. you know, making a whole bunch of different movements and whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you trying? I don't know. And then she says, open sesame. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, as like a last resort, she's like, open sesame? Yeah. And the chancellor is obviously like frustrated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's because she wants what's inside the box. Yeah. She doesn't care about Marnie. She does not care. No. So they're like, okay, well, you know, we can try again another time, I guess. Uh, and she like wants Marnie to like keep working on it. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, Okay, I guess. Guess. But, but anyway, Marnie's like, I don't know like what this box is. It says S. Cromwell on it, you know. She's like, I'm gonna see if I can try and figure it all out. And um, you know, Colleen and I talked about this the first time Professor Periwinkle showed up. We thought that she reminded us a little bit of Aggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, they seem to be about the same age from what we can see. Not that you can really tell what age they are because there's no real way to do that if they just stop aging randomly. Exactly. So <laughs> so Marnie is like, well, you know what? I'll just go ask Professor Periwinkle about this. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting that you would just assume that you're going to do that. But I guess, sure, you know. So she goes to her and asks her about the box and, like, asks her about, like, who S. Cromwell is. She doesn't ask her about the box, I guess. She just asks her about S. Cromwell. And she's like, oh, that's Splendora. You know, and Marnie's like, oh, can you tell me more about her? And she's like, nope, I've already said too much. (laughs) And it's like, you just said her name? (laughs) Yeah, like, like okay. <laughs> that's not too much, but sure, I guess. Yeah. And Professor Periwinkle is like, oh, yeah, you know, Splendora and I were very good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, are very really good friends. friends. Or, or something, you know. Uh, and she, she said she'd were, also... like it was past tense. Like, she was, okay, like, yeah. dead, but she ain't dead. Well, I guess but... the name Splendora is dead. <laughs> the name Splendora is dead, yes. But I think Professor Periwinkle also said, you know, before Marnie asked about what the S stand for, stands for she said uh you know like oh you know your grandmother aggie and i are very good friends mm-hmm. um and so it's like oh okay and so like in this conversation it makes it seem like um that aggie and splendora are two different people it does well, we found it out does. later that they're the same person they are the same person <laughs> because marnie well you know eventually she goes and chats with splendora and she's like i'm dropping splendora entirely and i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. be called aggie <laughs> yeah so then like, oh, yeah, know, my Marnie's like, wait a second you're my <laughs> grandmother 
<laughs> but uh, but d- it's during this conversation with yeah. Professor Periwinkle that I was kind of like, maybe Splendora is Gwen? Yes. That was yeah. a big maybe. That was a big maybe. But it was just like, you know, if somehow... Because I don't know. Cause, because M- Professor Periwinkle said that she was good friends with Aggie and mm-hmm. she was good friends with Splendora... I was like, okay, two separate people can't be Aggie. Yeah. yeah. Like that was my thought in that moment. So I was Which like, was maybe a it's valid Gwen. Thought. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was thinking, you know, it's, I thought it was a very valid thought that it was Gwen because I was like, yeah. you know, Gwen is Gwen escaped Halloween Town. She did. So you know, like whatever's in this box, maybe that's why she escaped. Maybe that's it's why possible. she left. You know, I thought it was a very good possibility. It was. <laughs> I found out later I'm wrong, but <laughs> that's okay. We're all wrong sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like by by the time I figured out I was wrong, I was like, you know what? I think it's actually Aggie. Yeah, <laughs> turns out it was. Yeah, I think we all were probably on that same wavelength where we were like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think this is when they have their little date thing. I well, think so. Mm- well, no, because so Marnie goes to talk to Dylan after this conversation with Professor Periwinkle mm-hmm. and she's like, hey, Dylan, uh, so the Chancellor and Grog have want like are wanting me to figure out how to open this box. I kind of want to know what's inside of it and why it's so important and stuff. And she's like, can you like help me figure this out? And he's like oh yeah totally and she's like okay cool but like without using magic and he's like what (laughs) and so then he's like fine I guess I'll just read them at normal pace so he sits down starts reading the books and she's like just kidding go ahead and use your magic so he speed reads you know every book that she has about like the the library yeah so they're in the library when he does this is he just reading all of the books in the library then I guess and I guess apparently a lot of them are about the Cromwells I guess. I mean, it would make sense. It's their castle, I guess. I mean, Uh, yeah, but why would you have a whole bunch of books about yourself? I don't know. (laughs) So I thought it was a little weird, but I think that maybe because, I I mean, we don't know when the Cromwell Castles turned into Witches University. So I think it's possible that by this time period, there are books about the Cromwell so that they've been just been incorporated into the library. That's probably what it is. That's However long guess. it was. It's yeah. <laughs> a good guess. I would say that's probably accurate. But yeah, so he speed reads. And it looks like it's exhausting because when he stops, he's like, oh, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling now. But he's like, I know it's in the box. And she's like, what? And he goes, the gift. And she's like, what's that? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so they have a little little conversation about this thing and he's like oh it's like really powerful you know and like the the queen is supposed to use it or whatever and she's like okay so it's a magic (laughs) what a surprise (laughs) now that i think about it dylan also doesn't care that they're royalty or that their family used to be royalty nope because he just read a bunch about their history and no one cares no one cares (laughs) absolutely no one (laughs) it's fine (laughs) that's ridiculous 
I think that if I found out I was royalty, I'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd be like, please tell me more about this. Explain. <laughs> Explain. Especially if your grandmother yes. was royalty when she was younger, you know? And right. like obviously we can I think we can at least assume that the whole like royalty thing, they they said we're done with that. No more. Aggie definitely said she was Aggie done with that. Aggie said she was done with that. So, you know, anyone anyone born in their family line after her, not royalty anymore. Yeah. So it's like, if it were your grandmother who was supposed to be queen, I would want to know more about that. Right? I would too. I'm going to go with Aggie probably was the one who decided that there needed to be like a mayor of Halloween I think Town so, stuff yeah. Because she was like, no more royalty. None of that business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the moment she locked up the gift, she was like, okay, no more. Not doing this. Yeah. I did think it was funny, though, because in this scene, you know, Dylan is like, oh, I can speed read. And she's like, uh, Marnie's the one who's saying, no, 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 we don't want to, like, break the rules. And he's totally on board with breaking the rules. I was like, Dylan, of all people, wants to break the rules? <laughs> Yeah. That's not who he is in the first three movies. <laughs> not really, no. But sure, we'll go with it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so she figures all of this out. You know, Dylan helped her read through all of the history. He explains the gift. Um, and so she's like, okay, cool. Well, now I have to figure out, like, what the key is, where the key is, like, how to get into it and all that. Um, she hasn't truly figured any of that out yet. But mm-hmm. this is when they go on their date. Yeah, she meets this, up with yeah. Ethan. And they go on their date. He like pulls a broom out, <laughs> like a, a riding broom, and I was like, "How are they supposed to ride on that?" I was genuinely very curious. I, and then you know he hands the broom to Marnie, and the broom kind of like opens up a little bit, so like you can actually sit on the broom. And I was like, "Oh, that's how they ride it." Because the way it was kind of like there were parts of it folded up. Before, and I was like, how do you sit on that? Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like people usually bend their brooms. (laughs) I don't know. Fold it all up. I mean, like, it wasn't completely folded. It was literally just, like, the extra things on it that were folded in. It's weird. It's... It's very weird, yeah. I'm not... It's like they wanted it to be, like, a scooter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they, they like they wanted to make the broom like super cool and look like it was I, I guess somewhat advanced or something. Especially since Ethan's like, Oh yeah, my dad gifted me this and you know, yeah. his dad used to be a powerful person. Yeah. Uh but now whatever. Well, dad is trapped in a witch's glass. <laughs> his his dad had his magic powers stripped away. Yep. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, but yeah, so they go on their date. They go to like some ice cream place. Mm-hmm. And while they're there, they see Dylan and the Scarlet Sister, not the Scarlet Sister, sorry, the Sinister Sisters yeah. come in. <laughs> and uh, we we kind of skipped a scene, but we do see a scene where the, Domi- the Dominion, yeah, the Dominion mm-hmm. are talking about, you know, whatever, trying to get Marnie to open the box, blah, blah, blah. The Sinister Sisters come in. Um, and I think that's probably when you find out that the head Dominion person, Silas, whatever his name is, uh, is their dad. And so it's like, oh, we can use her brother. Yeah. We can get her to do what we want if we have her brother. And I was sitting here thinking, how? How is that going to work? What are you going to do? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then they like bring him to the ice cream place. And I'm like, I don't understand how they're using him. 
he was it becomes doing all their more, homework. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, so he's doing all their homework and Marnie doesn't want them want him to. Um, and so that's that's obvious. But I'm like, okay, how does this help the Dominion though? I don't know. I don't know either. They started the blackmail real early. <laughs> they did. They really did. I was like, okay, this doesn't help the Dominion, I don't think. Not currently. <laughs> Not currently, but it helps later. Yes. <laughs> which I I don't know. They they were like, we can use Dylan in the meantime while we figure out what to do about yeah. him to make it so that Marnie will do what we want. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, so, you know, whatever happens, happens. Uh, Marnie eventually leaves. Ethan follows her. And they're like, okay, let's go back. And they try to use the broom, but the broom is busted. So they're like, okay, we will walk back to Witches University. So they do. Yeah, the broom turns into a snake. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, the broom turned into a snake. And they were like, oh, those witches. You know, yeah. they cursed Ethan's the broom. like, whatever. they hexed my broom. <laughs> they hexed my broom. Not that he can use it. So. No, he can't. Which we don't find out until the end of the movie, I don't think. Yeah. So. No, we don't find that out until the end of the movie. But yeah, so the next scene. What is the next scene? Okay, okay, okay. So I think at least one of the next scenes, if not the next scene, is... Uh, Ethan figures out about a mysterious group that his father yeah, was a part Dominion. of, which is the Dominion. Yeah. Um, and he like basically tries to tell Marnie that like, oh, they're using you to try to open the box. And Marnie's kind of like, um, no, fuck you. That's yeah, not what's she, happening. She says they're the good guys, <laughs> unlike you, Ethan. And he's like, okay. <laughs> which like, what? We all were like, okay. Yeah, we were like, all right, okay. Marnie, whatever. are you okay? Like, what? Right? Why are you turning on the one person that like actually is trying to be your friend here, other than right? like Lisa? <laughs> yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> hello. But uh, so uh, I think I guess it's at this point that Marnie is like, you know what? I need to. I want to go back in time. I want to yeah. talk to Splendora. Ask her about the box. So she asks uh, Professor Periwinkle to meet up with her, and they meet up like in a field or something. Yeah. Um, and so this is when Marnie is kind of like, "Yeah, I'm like, I need to talk to Splendora." Yeah. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, and Professor Periwinkle was like, "Oh, I was so hoping you were gonna say that. Yeah. Like, you are ready. <laughs> you are ready." She was excited. <laughs> she was so excited. So she does help send Marnie back into the past a thousand years. Yep. Uh, where Marnie in the past meets Professor Periwinkle before she was a professor. A young Periwinkle. A young Periwinkle <laughs> who's probably like in her early 20s, maybe. Yeah. Late teens, early 20s. Something like that. And, uh, and Marty calls her Professor Periwinkle and she's like, Professor? Well, you know, I'm I'm not educated, but I can read or something yeah. like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> so like, what? I don't know. <laughs> and so she she does. She also runs into Benny. Oh, we haven't even talked about Benny she at all. She does run into Benny. Uh, but she runs into Benny, who does take her to town, where she does see Professor Periwinkle. And then eventually she finds uh, Splendora. They're like moving Sp uh, Princess Splendora so that, uh, you know, she can be coronated the next day. I yep. think that's why it is. Uh, and yeah. so Marnie's trying to talk to her. She's all like, oh, Splendora, 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 whatever. And a curse gets put on Marnie to, like, mm -hmm. stop her. But somehow Marnie, like, breaks through that curse. And they're like, oh, I've never seen magic such as this. And I'm like, what magic? <laughs> she didn't use any magic. She, she just didn't use out any of magic. the bubble. Just, yeah. I was like, what? 
You put her in a bubble and she popped it. It's fine. Yeah, I. It was confusing. It was very confusing. It was like, how? Like, what? I don't know. It was weird. It was very much just like, oh, like they were like, what magic is this? And it's like, it's nothing. She didn't know. She didn't do any magic. Not magic. She was her just running. I don't even know because because Marnie did stop and I think she was frozen for a moment. Yeah, but for a little bit. Just. I don't know. Does that mean she's just very powerful or what? Is she? <laughs> I don't think she is, but I it was it didn't make sense. No, it didn't. It's really all I'm getting at is that it did not make sense. But she starts running, you know, she she breaks out of that little bubble that they put her in. She starts running. She gets kinda close to Splendora, and that's when they Well, she told them not to smite her. They they were like, smite her. And she was like, no, no, there will be no smiting. And she ran away. (laughs) And they they threw her into the prison anyway. They teleported her there. And she was like, I said no smiting. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And Periwinkle ends up going down to the prison and releasing Marnie. Yeah, they do. I don't know why, but she did. touching thing. I'm just confused how Periwinkle would even know what she was doing right yeah like why why did periwinkle go down there she's in the past (laughs) yeah i mean also we don't i don't think periwinkle knows splendora she does oh like they're friends yeah oh i thought they weren't friends yet no i'm pretty sure this is them like their time that they were friends oh maybe it is i don't know but i don't remember but i thought i thought maybe that they weren't friends at this point, but maybe after after all this, that's when they would become I friends. I could see that. Yeah, maybe that. that. I don't know. That's my assumption because Splendora is a princess and Periwinkle yeah. is just like a commoner. True, true. So I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Friends. I don't you're know. You're probably right. I don't know, though. We don't know. We don't no see idea. any of that. So Yeah, but uh, Marnie and Splendora do whatever to get Marnie out of the prison, and then she just appears in Splendora's room somehow. Yeah. I don't know why, but, you know, Marnie <laughs> appears in the room, and she's like, oh, this is why Aggie, you know, was maybe this is why Aggie was glad I got this room, because, you know, like, oh, it, this is Splendora's room, and, and yeah. now it's my dorm room. Yeah. And Marnie sees the box that says S. Cromwell on it, and she's like, Oh my god. And she immediately goes over and tries to open it, and it's locked. And she's like, well, d- uh, okay. And she had, like, picked up the box, and then she sees the key on the table, and she's like, ah, the key! And she opens the box with the key, and she's like, it's empty. Why is it empty? And I'm like, girl, did you really think it was not going to be empty? Because I thought it was going to be empty. How dumb are you? Empty. Of course it's empty. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what? I was like, why did you immediately decide to open the box? I would be looking around to see if anyone was in the room. Right? I was like, where's Splendora? Exactly. (laughs) I was like, where the heck is Splendora? Like, I mean, I would, first of all, I would be wondering where I was. Mm -hmm. Looking around to see if anyone was in the room. Yeah. Partly to be like, please don't hurt me. Like, yeah. don't worry. Don't be scared. Right. I'm just, I'm friendly. I just teleported uh, in here. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not here to hurt you. But then, yeah, then, you know, if I saw no one, and but I saw the box, then I'd be like, oh, okay. There's the box. Yeah. Although, I guess I would be curious. Is there anything in it? Then, But I would not be surprised if it was empty. 
True. Marnie was disappointed that it was empty, and I just she was. I just wouldn't have been surprised. I wouldn't have either. And it's also weird. So she's, you know, she sees that it's empty. She's upset. Splendora walks in right then and is like, oh. See, I thought she was already in the room for some reason. I thought that she was, but we didn't see her when Marnie looked around the room. So I think she walked in after that. I don't know. I don't think Marnie looked around the room. I think she appeared, just happened to look and see, oh, there's the box, and went straight to the box, did not look around. Oh, Marnie. (laughs) (laughs) That or, you know, like Splendora just happened to be hiding in a corner or something for no reason. ways to die. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so Splendora does appear and she's like, interesting. Only a Cromwell can appear here. Who are you? (laughs) She's like, you have to be part of my family. So yeah. So like, who are you? And it's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm from the future. And she's like, the clothing makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. She she does say the clothing makes sense. All right. <laughs> but, um, you know, they start chatting and uh, Marnie's like, uh, I have this box like in the future. I have to figure out like what it is and all that and stuff. And Spindora's yeah, like, yeah, oh. she's. Well, she says, like, oh, there's something in the box. Yeah. It's locked in the future. I can't yeah. open it. Yeah. That's and Splendora is yeah. like, I'll tell you what I'm going to put in the box. <laughs> yeah. And so she does, you know, she explains the amulet that she's wearing because she's currently wearing what she's going to put in the box. Mm-hmm. And Marnie's like, but why wouldn't you want to keep that? And she's like, it's horrible. And she's like, let me let me show you how bad it can be in the wrong hands. And so she, like, tells Marnie to do, like, like three or four different things that yeah. Marnie has no choice over. She just does them. And she's like, see, it's not good. It's a bad power. Like, I don't like it. I don't think it should exist. I don't think anyone should have it. And she's like, that's why I'm going to lock it up and basically throw the key away. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> and she does basically throw the key away because she sends it into the future. <laughs> With Marnie. With Marnie. <laughs> yep. Um, and she's like, I trust you, Marnie. I think you'll do the right thing. And Marnie's like, okay. <laughs> Which, like, yeah. I don't know. If we know Marnie, she might not do the right thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But. <laughs> but. Uh, but, yeah, Splendora does reveal that she, like, her middle name's Agatha. She's going to go yes. by Aggie. She's going to drop Splendora, whatever. And that's when it's like, oh, my God, like, you're you're my grandmother. You're Aggie. Yeah. But, yeah, so Marnie has the key. She gets sent back into her time. Yes, AKA the future. And where does she appear? Um, I don't know, but it's. I'm not sure. She ends up finding out about a a secret party. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, because this isn't, oh, when she appears back, it's Halloween or something. Yes. Yeah. So there's the Halloween party. There's a whole bunch of Halloween stuff going on. And it's also, is it like a thousand years of something? Uh, yes, it is. It's a thousand years of something, but I don't remember what it is. And it's not. I don't remember what it is either. God damn it. That's fine. All right. It's fine. It probably wasn't Whatever. that important. <laughs> probably not. But yeah, so like there were already going to be a bunch of Halloween festivities. Uh, but she like, I think she asks like, where is so-and-so or something? Like, where's Dylan maybe? And they're oh, like, yeah. oh, he's at the party. And That's so right. she 
She goes to the party, and then there's an area at the party for witches and warlocks only. Yeah. Which I thought was a little interesting Definitely. and kind of not good. No. But like she goes in that. there. Yeah. She goes she goes into the witches and warlocks only section, and Dylan's in there, and he's like essentially serving, like acting as a server at the party. Oh yes. And so for one reason or another, the Sinister Sisters turn him into a dog, I believe. Yep. At this uh, party. He, yeah, at this party. He runs off. Marnie is going to go try to find him. Yeah, she chases him. She chases him. And he Ethan, disappears. Ethan's kind of paying attention, like watching a little bit. Ethan goes after him too, I and think. And he chases Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Marnie loses what Dylan. To Marnie, yeah. Um, <laughs> she can't find him. She kind of gives up too. So, kind of. I think something else happens though that like she, maybe she gets called to the dominion. She calls for her mom. Okay. And like tells her that she misses her and stuff. But does she go to the dominion before that happens? I th- maybe. I don't know because like he because Dylan gets turned into a border collie. Marnie oh, is reminded no. that because Marnie has the box with her right in her room. Does she? I'm pretty sure. So she goes up to her room and like opens the box, and as soon as she's opened the box oh. and is holding the amulet, that's when the Chancellor is there. She like shows up at the door and is like, "Cool, I'll take that." Yeah, yeah, and. So, so Marnie is brought before the Dominion, isn't she? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, Dylan's there as a dog, locked in a cage. Yeah, after she finds her mom, though, I think. Yeah, her mom was there for some reason because she just shows why. up. She, well, you no, know, Marnie says, "I miss mom. you," and so she shows. Yeah, up. she. Yeah, yeah, she calls her mom. Her mom appears yes. in her realtor's outfit and then changes her own outfit to be yeah. more witchy and whatever. Yeah, so. That's all happening. Uh, Marnie does get called before the Dominion, and they're like, hey, you have to do what we say. Use the gift. You'll be queen for one night, one night only. Uh, We're going to slave and imprison every single creature who's not a witch or a warlock, and you are going to be the one to do it, because you are the only one who can use the gift. And then it's revealed that Ethan was the one who found Dylan, but really, he was finding Dylan for... Marnie. Yeah, but, but Marnie they thinks were... that Dylan did it for them. and Exactly, yeah. Or the, but they thinks do... that Ethan did it for them. Sorry, yes, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, uh, but they do remind Marnie that any spell that was cast at Witches University yep. will remain permanent at midnight. So unless Marnie does what they say, Dylan may stay a dog forever. Which is insane. That is insane, <laughs> I know. Wouldn't uh, you think that Three Cromwells would be able to stop that, though, like, afterwards. Aren't they, like, the most powerful? Can't they overcome anything? I mean, yes, but then that would mean bringing Aggie or Sophie back to Witches University. They should. (laughs) They should. They really should. I'm on board Uh, with this. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But so Marnie agrees to kind of do what they want, and she's like, okay, but... Oh, she also called her mom on her uh, on her watch so that they could listen into the conversation. Yeah, whatever was happening. Yeah, uh, so, so they knew you what know, was going on. So they knew what was going on because uh, her mom is with uh, Anissa, Anissa, Anissa mm-hmm. the genie, 
Yep. Uh, and so it's like, okay, you know what? I'll do what you command. Um, however, you know, I need to get ready. I need to be dressed like a yeah. queen. I want to, I will be like in my dorm room with my mom and Anissa. They will help me get dressed and yep. blah, 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 whatever. And so they have this whole plan. They set this whole plan out. We don't know what the plan is. We just know that they're like, okay, we got it. We're going to do yeah. whatever. We're going to come up with something so that we can save Halloween Town. Well, and it's clear from this conversation that Marnie, like, has some sort of plan. Cause, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, absolutely. We both we're like, um, she's got something cooking. Yeah. Because <laughs> Marnie doesn't talk like that usually unless she does have, like, an idea of what she's already going to do. So, I mean, exactly. power to her for thinking faster than she usually does. exactly oh you know what i just saw one of my comments from when we were watching the movie uh before she left splendora and came back to the present uh she left splendora a giant pumpkin yes (laughs) i don't know why oh no idea why it's because they needed to start halloween town with a pumpkin (laughs) why i don't know she just like left it in splendora's room i was like what the fuck like how are you gonna get the outside of the castle it's fine right anyways Back to present time. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so they have a plan. Yeah, we were like, they obviously have some sort of plan to save Halloween Town. Yes. Which we don't see any of her getting ready. We don't see any of it at all. All we see from this scene and to Marnie standing with the Dominion people is just a tiny little scene of Anissa, uh, like, magicking her and Marnie's mom somewhere. Uh, I assumed they went into her lamp, but maybe they didn't. Uh, (laughs) I have no idea. Because that's usually the only reason she does that like blue cloud thingy. But anyway, we get to the event, the the crowning or coronation or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. And Marnie is up there with the Dominion, you know? She's got the am... Or not, she doesn't have the amulet yet. She's all pretty. Okay. She's all pretty. She's wearing a uh, crown. And is. I don't I don't know if this bugged you, but while she was wearing the crown, I don't know what the costume and makeup, whatever department was thinking, but they took like strands of her hair on each side of her head and like looped it over the crown and went in. I thought Ooh. it was looked really dumb. I don't think it I paid st- attention, but that would be stupid. I, it bugged me the entire every time I saw it, I was like, what was the point of that? Yeah, I was not paying attention. It's to that, not apparently. like it was gonna keep her crown on her head or something. Yeah, it looked it looked awful. I'm sure it did. <laughs> but anyways, this isn't about that. Uh, okay. But I I just want to point it out because I want to know if you noticed. But I didn't. But okay, I'm well, sure if I had seen it, I would have hated it. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it looked dumb. It was so dumb. It was stupid. But anyway. Anyways. Yeah. So. You know, Marnie is talking to the Dominion and they're like, all right, are you ready to like do what we want? Uh, and she's like, yeah, but you have to free Dylan first. You have to turn him back into him, his normal self right now or I won't yeah. do it at all. And they're like, OK, as you wish, my queen. You know, they're like being all like my queen, my queen to her, yeah. you know. And um, so they let Dylan free and she's like, OK, now I'll do it. And so they put the amulet on her. And, you know, she does kind of start out uh, casting the spell that they asked her to cast by, like, commanding them to, like, listen to the Dominion. But in the process of that, 
she also tells Anissa to like take the amulet like right then and there. So Anissa takes the amulet and throws it into her lamp. Yeah. So so basically, like, because uh, what the Dominion wants is for Marnie to essentially cast yes. a spell over everyone. So that they'll follow like, the Dominion. So yeah, so that they'll follow the Dominion. Yeah. She casts a spell on Gwen and Dylan, saying yep. like, "Oh, you know, do as I say, do as I ask." or whatever and they're immediately both kind of like okay yes absolutely and then she casts a spell on anisa and essentially says the same thing you know do what i asked of you and that's when anisa you know like rip uh essentially like magics the uh amulet off of marnie and puts it into her lamp yep and they do their thing where like anisa throws up the lamp and you have three cromwells you have marnie gwen and dylan who destroy the lamp with the amulet inside and it's important to note, we learned this earlier, we didn't talk about it, but three Cromwells que- created the amulet, so three Cromwells have to be there to destroy the amulet. Yes, correct. So, they have three Cromwells. <laughs> they got them. They're there. And I, now that I think about it, how did Dylan know to do this? I don't know, dude. I don't Special. know either. It is what it is. But there's a bunch of fireworks. The lamp is gone. The amulet is assumedly destroyed. You yes. Know? Um, and the Dominion is very upset and scared now. So they're running. Running yep. for their lives. <laughs> yep. And who would stop them but Professor Periwinkle, who is apparently Agent Periwinkle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I literally, in, in the movie night chat, in all capital letters, I was like, Agent? And she's been spying. <laughs> on them (laughs) she's been working on capturing the dominion i guess or like i don't know figuring out something to lock them away i'm not sure what she was doing i don't know because the the plot summary says periwinkle who is revealed to have been undercover for 10 centuries as a detective for the of the halloween town anti-dominion league so Probably watching for them to slip up and do something that they shouldn't do. I guess. I guess so. Which is exactly this. They wanted complete and utter control over Halloween Town, and that's not good. It's true, yeah. So. God damn, she's been watching them for 10 centuries, for a thousand years. A long, long time. That's a long time. My. Anyway. Because the Dominion was around. Uh, when Aggie was still like princess, yeah. right? Like, yeah, the Dominion's been around for a long time, like thousands of years. Yeah, that's crazy. God, that's weird. Was yeah. Halloween Town Halloween Town before uh Aggie uh like did away with her title? Yeah, yeah, it was because I think okay. um I think Marnie gets welcomed to Halloween Town when she goes and visits the oh okay okay yeah yeah okay Um, they just didn't have like the pumpkin and stuff yeah (laughs) but anyway um periwinkle's like nope you're not going anywhere she takes their magic away throws them into a witch's glass so now they're they're arrested and um all that fun stuff yeah comes with doing things you're not supposed to do (laughs) yeah fun times (laughs) and i think it's funny 
because, you know, like all throughout the movie, the Sinister Sisters have been doing magic, you know, with no repercussions, nothing. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't remember what the scene is, but they intend to do some kind of like cruel magic or whatever. Oh, it Mm -hmm. might be to Dylan. I think so. Because he's like talking back to them finally. And so they tried to do some kind of magic. Yeah, didn't they call him like a toad or something? Yeah, I think so. But they were trying to do magic and they realized that they couldn't. And Dylan, I think, is the one who tells them, oh, yeah, your magic's gone. Your dad's magic is gone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought the weirdest thing. I, I, I think kind of the weirdest thing is that whenever they do try, like they like snap their fingers to do magic. Um, and each time they try, you hear like a little like buzzing sound, just yep. like, eh. like, like no. And I'm, and I'm like, I understand why they did that. I think it kind of makes sense, but it also kind of doesn't make sense because nope. wouldn't there just be nothing happening? There would be nothing happening. There'd just, be like, nothing happening. Ethan. There'd be yeah. There'd be no buzzing or anything yeah. if you tried to do magic. Yeah. Which I mean, Ethan doesn't try to do magic. He nope. knows he doesn't have magic. Yeah. He's because very, he renounced it. <laughs> he renounced. Yeah. This is the thing because we find out now. Yep. That when his father was found guilty in the previous film, Ethan willingly gave up his powers, which I question why he did that. I don't that. know why he would do that. It's weird. I don't know why he did. Because, like, I understand that he might feel guilty for helping his father. Sure, but, but he, could, he didn't. Like, I don't know. He was a, he was a minor. He didn't know yeah. what. He, he can't. I feel like he can't be tried as an adult no. in this situation. He was doing nope. what his father was asking him to do. Exactly. And it's not like he had like killed anyone or anything either. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like so. I, I think I think Ethan did very minor things in the previous yeah. movie. And like obviously when Cassie when he found Cassie in his witch's glass or whatever, like he should have turned it over and been like, oh, I don't yes. know how she got here. He but have. I found her. But he didn't. But he didn't. And, you so. know, that's like his big fault in the last movie. Yes. But absolutely. Otherwise. But otherwise, like Ethan is mortal now. He's immortal in Halloween Town, which I think is. is silly. And I he's going to Witch's University. Yep. What's he gonna learn? Uh, how to hang out with Marnie, obviously, because that's what he's <laughs> trying to do. <laughs> Apparently, he's also gonna learn about Shakespeare, maybe. I don't know why he like gave up his magic though. It didn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. But whatever. It doesn't make sense. I think the funniest thing too is that you know, like Marnie and Ethan decide like, okay, yeah, you know, we'll try out this whole relationship thing. We'll yeah. see what happens. They leave on a date, and Gwen is like, oh, he does have magic. You know, he gave up his powers. Like he's mortal. No wonder yeah. I liked him. And I'm like, yeah. okay, but he used to be a warlock. He used to have magic, right? What like, is wrong what? with you? You know who his father was or is? I guess. But also, Gwen is just so weird, and I don't think they did a very good job with her character at all throughout the whole series. No, absolutely not. So, it's no, been, it's been a time. <laughs> I just, I'm like, Gwen, what is Please. wrong with you? I just, she's so freaking back and forth about everything. Like, I hate magic. I love magic. I hate it. I hate Halloween Town. Oh, actually, I really like Halloween Town, kind of. But also, I hate everything about it. Every yeah. single movie. She's always going back and forth. She's hot and cold all the time. And it's like, figure yourself out, please. <laughs> I, I think if we had to, like, rank characters from, like, best written to worst written, Gwen would be the worst written. She is very bad. She's very bad. I, Yeah. I think Dylan is incredibly consistent. I think they did yes. a very good job with him. Aggie is also incredibly consistent. Yes. Um, Agreed. 
Marnie is an interesting one. I would definitely I'd say she's rank, like middle somewhere. Yeah, I would rank her after Dylan and Aggie. I'm not gonna lie. Absolutely, yes. Yes. And then of course Gwen is last. <laughs> Gwen is last, yes. Gwen is like dead last. <laughs> like there are a bunch of characters in the middle of all of them because Gwen yes. is not very well written at all. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but yeah, so then of course we have the the end scene of the movie where Dylan is like studying in his room or something. And yeah. he happens to pick up a book and he opens it and the amulet is inside well, of it. Well, he had a he had a note from Marnie, I think. I don't remember oh, what the note a said. Note? I think so, yeah. I there was some note, attention. I think. It said something about the gift, like something about like, oh, you know, giving it to the person I trust the most or something. Okay. And then he just happens to pick up a book, like he's going to use it, he's going to read it yeah. or something. And he opens it and he's like, oh, um, that's the amulet. Interesting. He closes it and puts the book away. He's like, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. I think the interesting thing that we that we both, after we read the plot, we were kind of like, I don't know about that. But it says that uh, the movie ends when Dylan discovers that Marnie did not destroy the gift, but instead left it for him in a book. Since mm-hmm. spells cast on the grounds of which university become permanent at midnight, the gift belongs to him, as he is the only person Marnie trusts with its power. How does that work? That never translated to the screen. No one understood that from the movie. Sorry. I never even would have guessed that. I would nope. have been like, oh, okay, you know, Marnie trusts him with it. So he, like, she gave it to him for yeah. safekeeping. Yeah. You know? No. Like, this is something that can only be used by a Cromwell. It doesn't necessarily have to be given to a specific person. Yeah. It's just a Cromwell. A Cromwell. Whenever. Yeah. That's but, why this part's confusing in the plot summary. Like, I'm not really sure yeah. where they got that from, but... I don't either. Sure, I guess. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, like, the question would be, what spell was cast to make the gift belong to Dylan? I don't know. There was no spell cast for nope. that. They just not at all. did a magic show and hid the amulet somewhere while destroying Anissa's lamp home. She needs a yeah, new home. <laughs> how did they do that? When what happened to the amulet? When did they switch it with something or <laughs> what? Really, I'm not sure. I think I have no idea. There are a lot of layers that we just don't know, and it's just kind of bleh. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something we didn't see regarding the amulet. Yeah, I I think we we genuinely have no idea. We genuinely nope. don't know. It just shows up in Dylan's book. And that's the thing. Somehow, yeah. Like, I never would have sat there and been like, oh, the amulet's only Dylan's now. Like, no. No. My gift was, how was the amulet not destroyed? Yeah. And also, like, the, the, um, the midnight Halloween spell thing, that has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Like, I would have understood if, like it meant that the amulet was permanently destroyed. Sure, fine. Yeah, okay. I can I can get that. Yeah, I can. But get it wasn't. That. We find it in Dylan's book, and that makes it look like there's gonna be another movie after this. It does. It genuinely does. Like on like okay. So on one hand, I can see it being like, hey, there's gonna be a new movie. There's gonna be a yeah. fifth movie. Like yeah. that's kind of like a cliffhanger. But at the same time, I could see it being just like an end, kind of. Yeah. Exactly. Like in one way, but I, I'm just like I feel like there should be another movie. It it it's been set up so that there could be another one, and I think maybe they wanted to see how successful this one was, 
mm-hmm. it probably wasn't as successful because they replaced Marnie. Yes, agreed. And so I think that's why there wasn't a fifth one, even though I think they probably had planned for a fifth one. Yes. I so. think they should make a fifth one. <laughs> like a bajillion years later? <laughs> yeah. Hey, they made Hocus Pocus 2 like 20 years later. Okay, so. that's a good point, actually. <laughs> they could make Halloween Town 5 20 years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be like 17 years I later. I think it's but, you fair. Know. <laughs> I, I mean, the thing with Hocus Pocus, though, is that Hocus Pocus is so popular that people yeah. watch it every year. It was I a box office Hol- flop, but it's a cult classic. But it's a cult <laughs> classic. Exactly. Halloween Town, not so much. Not so like, much. Like, people like Halloween Town, but yeah. it's not something that's, like, referenced no. all the time, you know? No. Like, every Halloween. Nah. Like, well, and people don't make decorations based on Halloween exactly. Town. Like, there's tons of Hocus Pocus stuff out there. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, Hocus yeah. Pocus is so popular to this day. Yep. It's a that big they were deal. like, we can make a Halloween, or sorry, a Hocus Pocus too. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know it's there. You should watch it. I know. I like watch it. We should. We have discussed Hocus Pocus, yeah. so we should do the second one. <laughs> we could. <laughs> but yeah, no. I like honestly, I genuinely would really like to see what they would do with the Halloween Town too. Yeah. Well, five. Or sorry, five. <laughs> I would like to see what they would do. (laughs) Another sequel. (laughs) Another sequel. I would like to see what that story would be. I think that would be really interesting. And like, even if all the actors are different, whatever. Yeah. I don't care at this point. It's 20 years later. (laughs) No, who cares? Who cares? But. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. Return to Halloween Town. That is Return to Halloween Town. And we're done with the series now. Yeah. Because there is not a fifth one. (laughs) There is not a fifth one. I wish. (laughs) <laughs> I really want to know how it would be. But Sarah Paxson's right? too old now, and I think so is um the old Marnie. I want to say her name was Kimberly, but I... Oh, yeah, it was Kimberly. It was, like, Kimberly, was Kimberly? Brown or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, I mean... I, I mean, like, when I say I would like a like a fifth one, like, I, I could see it being like 20 years in the later. future. Yes. Yeah, like, later. Like, 20 years later. Yeah. Uh, something happens in Halloween Town after everyone's grown up and they're like full fledged adults, have their own kids or something. Yeah. Like, I would, would like to see that. I would be interested. I would be too. But they'll probably never do it. Oh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. They are not going to do it. Oh, Disney. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's yeah. that movie. Thanks for joining us for this discussion. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Karen, is this still your favorite Halloween Town movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. It is. I can't decide what my with order all is. its flaws. <laughs> I I can't decide where this ranks in order of Halloween Town movies for me. I don't know what my ranking of the Halloween Town movies is. To be I honest, I think mine is four, two, three, one. Understood. Understood. So, I yeah. can't decide. I I, I don't know because like the last three, I like I think I would definitely still rank the first one as. The, like the worst out of the four of them sadly yeah. Yeah, like sadly. Halloween Town is the like it's the original it's good but it doesn't capture my attention like these last three did yeah that's that's the only drawback to that one I think is exactly. that like the first one's kind of like eh but all these other ones I was like I'm focused on the story I I want to know what's happening yeah I was invested <laughs> exactly but yeah, so I think I think the first movie would be like my last choice. But these other three, I don't know what order I would rank them in. You gotta figure it out, Colleen. I 
think I would have to watch all the movies again, to be honest. <laughs> well, I guess you got to go rewatch them. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many things to watch already. It's I still need to watch Nerdy Prudes Must Die. You've got to watch it. I have to watch it. So then I can talk to you about it. I know. Because I have thoughts. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway. Anyways. That's Return to Halloween Town. It is. It is. <laughs> We appreciate you guys for being here. We hope that you will join us for our movie nights that are coming up this weekend because there's going to be three of them. We are all going to hang out together all weekend. We are. Friday (laughs) night, we're watching Coraline. We're chatting about Coraline Saturday afternoon. Sunday night, we're watching Ghostbusters, the old one. And then Monday night, we're watching the new one. So, yeah. well, the the female one. Because I guess there's one. now yeah. another new I would say, yeah, isn't there another one? But anyway. <laughs> but thank you all for coming and hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, in other words, happy holidays. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals, Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMM Oh My. Be sure to check out our website at bmmohmy.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmohmy. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.omai at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Bye.